Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Chris Daly, how's my redheaded time bomb ready to go today? Tick tock, tick tock is all, is all I have to say. Hmm. Is it all going to come together? Tick tock. Tomorrow it happens, right? Tomorrow's the time. Okay, good. It's a countdown. Good. Look, sometimes bombs get dropped in a radio war. Yeah, sometimes it's a brown bomb. That's all we're saying. Sometimes it's an underwater brown bomb. Um, more bad news on the horizon here with us uh, losing the voice of Saturday Night Live. Don Pardo. Awful. Uh, who I always thought had the best job in the whole world. <laughs> you just do that announcement. Everyone goes, oh, Don Pardo is great. And you leave. Um, has he done every season or was there a couple seasons? There was a couple seasons when, I guess, when Lauren wasn't there, that Pardo wasn't there. That's crazy. That's how they fucked up. Uh, and then I know at certain times, uh, if he was sick, somebody did an impression of him. And there was... There was some heat over that. Come on. He was sick. But this is how far back Don Pardo goes. Uh, to like the, you know, the really old radio type stuff, you know. And I remember in the, I'm going to guess it's the early 80s. I was um, over at 30 Rock taking that tour. Have you ever taken the tour? Never took the tour. You got to do it sometime just because, you know. It's history. It seems fun. It's across the street. <laughs> uh, but I remember that uh, we're walking around in the tour, and there's this booth, this small booth, and Don Pardo is just standing in there and, uh, you know, doing nothing. And they go, there's Don Pardo, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's Don Pardo. You know, mm. it's like one of the few celebrities, I think, uh, you could see, the announcer. And... Uh, so I'm, saying, I'm like, why is he just standing in that booth? And they said, well, in case we go off the air, he could say, you know, NBC is off the air. We'll be back in a few minutes. And I'm like laughing. And I'm like, why don't they just get a tape? 
And the woman says to me, well, then he wouldn't be paid the kind of money that he gets paid. That's a union job. Wow. So they would always have someone. One of the announcers had to be in that booth at all times, just standing there. On deck? Getting paid. Um, They need a new voice uh, for SNL. And here we are, 40th season. And... We need to replace this guy. Maslim Pudrad. Is that you trying to chubs? Yeah, that would have worked. I thought you were going to play it, Chris. I thought that's why you had it up. Oh, this is just a... Well, John had, uh, was going to set up Shelby's over here. Hey, John, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we need to throw Shelby's hat in the ring. I think he'd be perfect. I don't think so. I think he lacks a sense of timing. I don't think... That he gets it at all. I had thought that you'd set it up for us to play. I was here before the show, and no one said you were going to do that, Chris. Um, think Chris could do it? Yeah, Chris could definitely do it. Andy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah. Hello. Um, by, uh, Andy, go ahead. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Andy Smelton. Yeah. I just wanted to know, man. I called a couple times and asked this question, man. Uh, you guys never really gave me an answer. It's just, uh, why do you play ICP when you come back from uh, commercial breaks before segments? Like, are, are you guys juggalos? Yes, we're juggalos. Gathering? Yeah, we go to the gathering and we're juggalos. Oh, that's pretty cool. Man. And we don't play it when we come back from segments. It's uh, an opening song that we did 14 years ago. Oh, okay. okay. All right, thanks for the call. Um... Here's uh, David. David, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I tried to call yesterday with this, but y'all are giving Fez a hard time about pointing out the guy tugging on his mustache was a transvestite. And I just wanted to say, isn't that story funnier when it's a transvestite? <laughs> no, we weren't. I, I don't think... I feel very misunderstood today by, by our phone callers. Uh, I don't think we were picking on him at all uh, and I'm very open to this transvestite transgender thing I would never, I'm not judging people on that I'm just simply saying uh, I don't understand surgery when you don't need it you know, when you don't physically need it, like oh. I get it when your kidney's damaged do something, but I don't know why somebody would want to operate on a healthy kidney, you know, for whatever reason in the same way, I don't understand operating on a healthy cock and balls. That's all I was saying from that. Um, here is uh, Matt. Matt, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. I think with an iconic voice like that, you can't replace it. What they should do is they should keep it. It's Saturday Night Live. But then do what they do on the local spots anyways, where they have the host and the musicians say that they're going to be on it. Just have them introduce the guests. But you can't replace the voice like that. It's yeah, you know what? You might really have a good point. It might be time to reflip that whole script instead of getting a new voice. Even though Shelby uh, seems like he's really up for it, it might be better to do something completely different, um, like robot host. You know, just to have a robot up there doing it. Uh, tonight, our old buddies, the Vagabond Souls, are going to be playing uh, at the Bitter End in New York City. Um, 
And uh, we haven't seen them in a couple years, so if you like to go out and hang out, Dom and the boys back at the bitter end, first time in two years. Um, your guy, Johnny Football, <laughs> no. rough, rough start, but he Johnny Footballed it up today, so no one is talking about the game or his abilities. They're simply talking about him giving the finger. He dropped the bird on people because this is what because the the bench the Redskins bench was saying told him this isn't college anymore and these people are faster than you are that was apparently the comment that made him flip them off that broke him. But this is the shit that fucks up a career. You know what I mean, whether you like it or not. You know, I thought he was like getting his shit together. Like, sure, he's getting the jitters out on the field. I don't think he's got jitters. I just don't think he's ready for the game. Now, I asked you to go back and listen to last year's stuff. This is the stuff that's crazy about doing radio, is that none of it is permanent. But I was explaining to you last year that he plays a college style of football. And when they're trying now to force him into the pro style of football, he's just not that type of player. He's not a pocket guy. It's almost like when you see a guy and he's a great playground basketball player, and then but he can't make it in the pros. And then guys from the pros uh, will show up on a playground and he'll fucking put their jocks on the ground. But he's not going to go out and become a Detroit Piston. That's what Johnny Football reminds me of. He looked so uncomfortable last night. And so in over his head. He was drowning out there. And I don't think that he is... I don't think that he was nervous at all. I just think that he plays a different game than what they play. Yeah, even against the second-string uh, second defense, he was not putting anything up. Their third-string quarterback did the best job of the entire night for the Browns. So now you're a Browns guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the game. like, this looks crazy. See, how, now when how Mike- come Fez never stayed with the Michael Sam thing? Oh. He had a big sack over the weekend, and that was all lost on Fez. Is it building on it? No, I had brought that up. Uh, uh, I I thought I had brought it up, but Chris is giving Johnny Football all these passes where Michael Sam gets a big sack and he's still not good enough for the game. No one was talking about that. I'm just saying that you never even brought it up yesterday. I thought you would have been loving it instead of you know turning it into a rough thing. Um, yeah, Johnny Football just didn't have it. His whole career so far is just him doing like some sort of outlandish thing and then apologizing sort of and saying I have character and like a sit down interview and then doing like another outlandish thing. He's just going to keep repeating this every week. Yeah, I don't know who's bought into this. Certainly no football players have bought into it at all. Um, It's only the ESPN and media hype, but he's, he's not a quarterback yet. And I, I wouldn't sell the guy out, but the hype that he came in with, this is why I had him as the overhyped guy. Yeah. L- let's face it. If, if Johnny Football was gay, everybody would say the only reason why he's there is because he's gay. And quite frankly, I don't even get the fascination with him. It's not like he's a funny guy. It's not like he's a cool guy. It's not like he's a good-looking guy. He's kind of fucking nerdy-looking. <laughs> he's unhip. 
He just has that name, Johnny Football. He's got the football name, and he's a bro. Like he's he's literally a bro playing. But not that they're. Which is the weird thing is there's a bunch of bros playing football. I don't even think I'm uh, as overly broish. I put him fairly nerdish, if anything. I mean that look, his style. There's nothing there. I don't get the Johnny Football thing. Um, the rat is fired. They oh. figured out somehow that we had the rat inside, Shit. at least according to their Facebook. Our team is just, you know, falling apart on this. Don't worry. There's some coming tomorrow. Let's see. Um, is the Letterman uh, doing Robin Williams, is that something where you can listen to, or is it far too visual? It's 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 like 10 minutes long. Wow. I had no idea it was that long. Yeah. Because I didn't see it last night. Okay. Never mind that. Uh, we're all excited about this, though. It's the Ron and Fez Plug Report. Today's top plugs and headlines. You now have another chance to hear the Ron and Fez show because the replay is back. Every weekday from midnight to 3 a.m. on Sirius XM Talk. And later on, Milk Milk Lemonade Around the Corner Fudge is Packed. We talk to gay porn star Jack Steele about his new cookbook of artisanal desserts. This has been the Ron and Fez Plug Report. That's well, exciting now. We got the replay going. Yeah. Molly, you, you have how much longer with us? I got until this Friday. What? Yep. Friday's my last day. Are we having a big party for you? I don't know. I mean... Last year, we went out to like a Greek restaurant. Right. And I remember even after you left, the smell of cigars still lingered <laughs> on your clothes. I can't believe you're leaving on Friday. I know. It's very sad. To go back to that school of yours. Yeah. I got to go back to school. Got to hit the books. But I'm going to represent us well in Boston. I don't know. I don't know if you will. I just feel like every year you get further and further away from your goals. Um, I don't feel that way, but yikes. Remember when your mom looked out the window? <laughs> I felt all upset. I'll never forget I, that. I thought yesterday was going to be a breakout day for you with Ari in here. Going, he's Jewish, and let's be honest here, a lot more Jewish than you are. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's... Yeah, no, that I will freely admit. I mean, he should have had a big SJ on his <laughs> shirt. But he disagreed with you, and then you stayed in the other room, but then afterwards it looked like there was some steam coming out of your ears. I agreed with a lot of what he was saying, and uh, but there were some things that I disagreed with. And I think he'd be open to that. Ari's a very thoughtful guy. Yeah, no, he's clearly very smart. You could yeah. tell when he was in here, he knows what he's talking about. He's not inflammatory, he just says what he thinks, which I appreciate. Um yeah, he clearly knows what he's talking about. And I also like the way, uh, the fact that he admitted that he used to be really pro-Israel, and then he, you know... Like, well, he still is pro-Israel. He just wants them to do better. Right. You know what I mean? He wants them to take um, the uh, the high road. Right. Uh, Brian in El Paso, um, in the West Texas town of El Paso. That's where I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Uh, Brian, go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, somewhere online you'll find the New England Patriots scouting report on Johnny Football, and it uh, goes into pretty great detail why they think uh, he doesn't have the potential to be a professional football player. Wouldn't it have been so smart if he would have just stayed in college <laughs> one more year? Could have been working on this shit. You they know, started kid, to uh, try to play, 
like a pro in a, in a pro style instead of that run around style? I don't think any any anyone any freshman quarterback who has any heat in college or sophomore is, has any desire to stay in college anymore because of every. Every rookie quarterback is getting starting positions here in the NFL. Last really? year, like is half there the- any football? No. You can't go by a couple of guys who, by the way, are like six six, <laughs> rocket for the arm, and study like robots and go by them. But every everyone thinks that they're gonna be that guy. I think. Well, it's hard to turn down money. Yeah, you know, it's hard to say. I don't really want that money that you guys are talking about because again, somebody could be hit in, in the you know in the knee. But if you're a football fan and you watched last night, you're like, why is there any hype? And even Chris isn't disagreeing with us. He's not giving up on the guy. And I, by the way, I would not give up on the guy either. I just don't think he's ready. I think the the best thing that he could do is just keep working at it. But Away from the uh, spotlight. Um, after the game last night, he ends up in Ferguson, Missouri, and he's fucking throwing rocks. What? And I'm like, what are you doing? You got to focus on football. Look at, look. There's an old white rooster who came to help everybody. And what is Anderson Cooper's look about? He looks like a stone statue. He really. It's like he has that disease where you're aging too fast. He's that, a man in black. Like right. that little kid that, um, like the little kid that are born like old people. Progeria Pager- kids. Mm. They're so adorable. I'd love to have one. It's, it's like a pet almost. Like because they don't yeah. live that long, right? So no, of course they can't because they're they're all sped up. <laughs> so you get to enjoy. It's like all right, there's a kid. All right, it's fun. You're a kid. Well, a kid yeah, gone. Yeah, but everybody would love to hold and cuddle an old person, <laughs> and this gives you the opportunity. Plus, you get into Disney for free. Look how adorable they Look are. Look at that. Check that out. I love when they go to Disney. Uh, the You've parents. never seen that before? No, I've never seen that before. Yeah, because when I lived down in Florida, they were always getting Disney tickets. And it's, well, it's that They're, Robin Williams movie was based on it. Are they, uh, I'm confused. Are they adults? No, they're babies. And they're born, and the, it's like the aging process goes really fast on them. So they, wow. They rarely make How did it. you not ever seen this before? I don't it's know. always in the paper. I'm not uh But your kid always gets love on, on the see, TV. When I was a kid it was the Merc babies born with the flipper arms. I don't know what they they got mercury poison eating tuna or something. Huh. So their mother would eat it, and then they would be born with flipper arms, and I was obsessed. But then these Pajeria kids, they just stole my heart. They're adorable. How long do they live? For, like, the normal lifespan? <laughs> Again, for them, for Pajerian. Yes, they're living, like, they're old. They're, they age very, very quick is wow. what it's like. And they're fragile. The parents always give them old man glasses, too, though, because their eyesight's so bad. Maybe some hipster frames would actually improve things. If you took a look at hipster frames, they're fairly like what old people wear now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Big, just yeah, gigantic. Hipsters love to put what used to be like the Dean Martin yeah. glasses, you know, <laughs> where you get glasses like you just put a windshield on your <laughs> on your face and then some frames around it. It looks cool. Yeah, it's real cool. Look how and I think these Pajerian kids are the coolest. Look at that! Look at that giant veiny head. Love it. They're adorable. When you, what was your favorite age that your kids were? I would never do that. Why? That's like picking a favorite kid. <laughs> well, because if it's Why, not did you like have a in favorite, the future, did you have a, a, a favorite age for yourself? I was a really cute little kid. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. We heard. Let's hear the dinosaur song. Oh, God. All right. But, uh, yeah, like around five, I would say. And was, that's that, that's when you peaked? That was my peak cuteness. And then, yeah. You know. Well, you know, Davey Mack, to me, I never heard this before. But because he was a little red-haired kid, yeah. he said the whole world loved him. He said it was like being a celebrity. Like people would come up in the mall and just grab him and tell him that he was so cute. And then when he hit 12, they all just went, you're hideous. <laughs> and like when I heard that story, I'm like, yeah, we do that. You know what I mean? We love. And I don't know if that's ever happened to another type of person. No, I think like I mean I asked my dad this and he said that when he pictured himself like having a family that the kids were were young you know that they were like toddlers but they were you know basically well that's like, when it's the you know the easiest because everything you say they believe right you know yeah but I guess when people picture like you know the like a stereotypical nuclear family they're picturing like younger kids yeah because right now your dad looks at you and your sister and he sees his own death <laughs> you don't understand. Like it's looking like, oh my god! See, if I ever pick, God forbid, if I ever, ever <laughs> pictured myself having children. See, I picked. That seems like just the nightmare times of where you think they could just kill themselves easily. Whereas yeah, I feel but like, you also feel like that when they're older. Oh, you know what I mean, like, can you imagine being your mom or dad the way you go out? <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate all that. I would. No one's ever hiding anything. But I, I, if. Your parents must have looked at you and like you when you went at the party, like they were seeing you for the last time. Like goodbye, Chris. I don't think this is going to happen. No, like you, you, you are concerned about them when they're younger, but you're also weirdly concerned. Like now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you would never stop. It's it's a crazy thing to sign up for, but when they're little like that, uh, and they just believe everything. Who doesn't like that? I think that's like why a lot of dudes have the second and third families to get back and go like, all right, let's get back to the easy part. <laughs> Look at this. This is called tying your shoe. I know how to do it for you. Look, this is how you hold a baseball. That stuff is fucking simple. I would always just take off as a kid. So my mom never had to really worry about like me doing drugs. But if we were like at the mall and I was a little kid, I'd be like, Let's, let's go check out this level. And I'd end up with one of those weird little kid leashes on in Nordstrom or <laughs> Did something. they really fucking have to put a leash on you? Yeah, like after a while, I'd just be walking around. Like, you must have been like having a hummingbird for a kid. Like, like, or like, You're almost Pajerian. <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle I've lived this long. Uh, <laughs> probably. Probably is. Like, I remember there was, like, some development, and they had, like, huge, like, dirt mountains, and I just, like, wandered off. To go like climb. It's them. so funny that you say that because the new development was the most exciting thing in the suburbs, and we always would go in there and steal the wood and stuff to build like tree forts and shit. Yeah. And I remember one time we were in this fucking house, and all the time, you know, another thing we always do was piss in their tubs <laughs> because it seemed like there was like a lot of room and you know you could all just sit there and piss in the tub so it had to probably piss them off but so the fucking work being come in while we're in the house oh shit and it was so freaked out and i remember that i was so little at the time that i never saw the guy's face or anything <laughs> all i saw was a kid chain on his belt i'm like looking belt high so we take off and we we're like running down the steps to where the basement is to go running out the fucking cellar uh door and 
the the steps weren't even finished and all. And I go tumbling ass overhead. Oh god! And I hear the guy yelling, like. Are you okay? Don't jump. And I get up and I just start running and I'm Hell bruised yeah. and I'm freaked out. But like at the time, you're like, I got to get out of here. But those guys must have been scared shitless that these little kids were running around. And there would be like ditches that would like have all this water in them and shit that you could have fallen in and drowned. It's fucking death but trap. you know, we're trying to steal nails <laughs> and two by fours. The dirt mountains were yeah. always my thing, yeah. and like I guess I loved. I probably hadn't been probably been gone like half an hour, but that would have like freaked out my mom. And not all of a sudden, like I turned my head and I saw this blue Subaru like tearing down the street, <laughs> like probably looking out like every window trying to find out where I am. And they're just like, right. were you by yourself or with your buddies? Uh, that time I was. I th- it was like a new neighborhood, so I was by myself, and I said I should probably. Go I bet home. you had no buddies, did you? <laughs> Nobody was gonna fucking hang out with you. You and your weird little fucking Hot Wheels. No one, no one hangs out with him still. And he, and he doesn't even want to hang out with anyone. I invite him to my Super Bowl party. He fucking dissed me, as I like to say. That's what I'm saying. You try and get closer to him, and he... He pulls away. Pulls away. He's a little asexual fucking freak. <laughs> He's an asexual pejoria <laughs> child all grown up. <laughs> all right, let's hear the lone dinosaur song. Dinosaur... Dinosaur, his tail was swift as lightning. Dinosaur, his heart was brave and pure. Dinosaur, whenever there was danger, he'd be there to fight the carnivore. The Lord Dinosaur. What happens there at the end? What do you mean? It sounds like the the whole thing gets bad. Like, like my voice? No, the tape itself. What kind of equipment your dad use? <laughs> This is in our basement. I don't know. Like, you would have thought that he had that home studio. Yeah, he should have had a nice Well, rig. at the time, it was like, you know, some yeah. nice stuff. But a- Ask him to put some sax to that in the background. <laughs> Remix. You recorded that in the Pro Tools, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Good. Um, but we, we always would steal wood from those fucking guys always stole lumber always stole nails always stole any fucking hammers there was another thing that they did where they they left behind i guess as they were like building neighborhoods and stuff all these like pipes that you could crawl through yeah and there was just a bunch of them stacked up together and that area we used to call like the pipes I'm going down to the pipes. It would be a place to go down. You can crawl through pipes, sit on top of pipes, and pass around a cigarette between eight fucking kids. <laughs> and my mom would go, all right, don't go near the pipes. <laughs> Promise you won't go to the pipes. Not going to the pipes. I go, I'm not going to the pipes. How many times you going to tell me? <laughs> I turn around and go straight to the pipes. Yeah. I look up, and, you know, there'd be like either my dad or my mom would be down. You're at the fucking pipes, dude. You just said. I go, oh, these pipes. <laughs> they met the other pipes. <laughs> So these pipes don't go to anymore. Gotcha. <laughs> got got you completely. Noted. I got stuck in a mud pit in the housing development that was going up near my neighborhood. My brother Corky had taken me down there because he was going down. He was going exploring. And I got, there was this giant hole in the backyard of one of these unbuilt homes. And I went in the mud and could not get out like it was quicksand. Corky had to pull me out by my hair. <laughs> by your hair? Well, that was what he was reaching in to grab so he wouldn't go in. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. Why'd you walk in the mud? It looked cool. (laughs) (laughs) It looked fun. Mm. I was very little. This was last year. I remember when this (laughs) happened. 
Josh, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Um, yeah. Up in the cul-de-sac we lived in, it was all family members, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins. Yeah. Well, they were getting ready to build a new house around the corner, and they on a Friday afternoon they dropped off all the wood to frame this house. By, I don't know, Saturday morning it was gone. My cousin stole every drop of wood there was to build a tree for it. It was enough to frame a, an entire house. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so gone. fucking great just to have this new fresh yeah. wood. <laughs> This is, yeah, wor- this is working out for everybody. And they got they, plenty of it over there. What they did to stop it was they were actually leaving, you know, they would pile up all the pieces of scrap and they would tell, put it three wood, you know, for all the kids for the tree us. And it kind of cut back, except when my cousin's got a hold of it. What are you going to do? People, kids like to fucking build shit. I, don't, I guess, I wonder, do kids even make tree forts? I bet they don't. Some of their parents they probably them get them. Yeah, they probably get a kit with a tree fort in it. No, we built a tree fort using like we didn't have any plywood or anything like that. We just used like branches from trees that had fallen. And stuff. That's a fucking nest. <laughs> That's not a tree fort. <laughs> it was really more like a teepee, but it felt like a tree fort because there were a lot of leaves and stuff. It's cool. Did you lay eggs in there? <laughs> and did you fucking sparrow? What's going on? <laughs> Look who it is. It's Bobby the Champ. Hey guys. Hey. I remember growing up when the, the new house was being built, obviously we would steal all the wood, but running through the house, I stepped on a nail, and then my foot's bleeding, and all of our, you know, all the neighborhood kids were getting this kid logic, like, well, you need a tetanus shot, but then I, you didn't if it was within two years, but then everyone had a different uh, theory on it, and then I finally had to go to my parents, and they're like, you don't need a tetanus shot, you're just being an idiot. <laughs> Did you uh, ever get a tetanus shot before? Because I had to get one from stepping on a fucking rusty nail. Yeah, me too. And then I ignored it, and then there was a line going up my leg. Oh, shit. And uh, my mom's like, what the hell's on your leg? I go, I don't know. And, like, she's falling. It was right down to my fucking foot. She goes, look at this thing. And, like, she fucking takes me over to Sacred Heart. Boom, tetanus shot from a nun. Ugh. Bobby... It's yep. so funny, too, like the way little kids will make up these theories and rumors, and then you have to fucking run with it, you know? Yeah, and, and everyone's arguing, no, 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 but I heard this and I heard that, and it's yeah. always from someone's stupid big brother who's 13. <laughs> we always thought somebody had fucking rabies from a dog. <laughs> there was always a fucking rabies scare, because for some reason, the dogs were allowed to run fucking just wild in my neighborhood, and these German shepherds would always end up biting somebody on the ass. And then when I had a paper route there was a fucking three-legged dog that used to be so mean and would come and uh, bite you and shit and uh, there was no dealing with it so one day when it was in the yard i had fucking had this it was like a snowball but i just kept freezing it refreezing it until basically it was like a small cinder block and i nailed this fucking dog right and it was yelping and shit and the owners come out and they were treating me like i was a fucking animal and i'm like okay yell all you want that thing is a terror and a fucking terrorist people and everyone wants to get the delaware county daily times don't they get that i'm doing a fucking dog. service for this community you're welcome get that dog under control lady one time, uh, I had a teacher in kindergarten who was talking about the seasons and what characterizes each season. Like in spring, there's flowers. Oh uh, yeah, winter, I love seasons. Snow, blah, blah, blah. About that. Yeah, so uh, she was like, and in summer, there's no snow, and like blah blah blah. And then right when we got back to school, it was still really hot out, and I went to the ice rink and I scooped up like you know when people stop and it makes yeah. a little snow, and I scooped up a snowball and I brought it in for show and tell, and I was like, here's some snow, and it's still summer. Like, what do you have to say? <laughs> and how'd she take it? <laughs> she was like, where did you get that snow? And then I said. <laughs> The ice rink. 
seriously. Why wouldn't you just say it snowed last night? I can control weather. <laughs> Don't listen to this woman. She's crazy. Here's snow. I bring it to you. Now follow me. <laughs> Fucking, you know what? Every, like, seasons are so important to you when you're a little kid. And every holiday is like major. Yeah. You don't give a shit what it is. It's Arbor Day. It's like it's fucking coming, dude. And everybody in the class is like trying to cut out things for it as fast as they can. You know, the, 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 just that thing that you're so in touch with everything as a little kid. You it's major. You're so right. You never think about holidays again no, after you graduate like first grade. You're no. done. I remember like when I was down in Florida, people had to say, hey, it's Christmas tomorrow. Because you wouldn't know. Because it would be fucking hot out and shit. But when you're little, like that March, that fucking season between Thanksgiving and Christmas, if you're in first grade, you might as well be an elf. You're working on so much shit to get this together. And your teacher is always like, you're not going to be ready! We're not going to have anything done! And you're like... And like that thing of like the, the parents are coming so you could sing a song and, and fucking ring those little like chimes that they have you with. Yeah. That shit, the pressure would be uh. on. <laughs> They would give you those little bells, and you're like, that's fucking 11 weeks leading up to that. It's like a Broadway show, because your parents were going to come in in the middle of the afternoon. God, it's, it's, it's just on all the time when you're a kid. Our big ones in school were Lincoln's birthday and Thanksgiving. That's when well, we had yes. the performances. In Lincoln's birthday, I remember this, when we all had to make those fucking hats out of, like, fucking crepe paper, yeah. and then we all looked like Lincoln, <laughs> and then we all had, like, one line out of the Gettysburg Address. Oh. And it was the pressure of that thing when you're, like, a little kid, of all coming up together. But Lincoln's birthday was big. Washington's birthday was big. Um... That's where I stole my dad's uh, joke, where it's George Burlington's wash day. And I fucking did pretty well. I crushed with it. Nice. And, and then my other big thing was, you know, uh, dress up day, where I pulled people's dresses up. And then Palm Sunday, <laughs> where I put my palms on oh their ass. Oh, my God. Happy Palm Sunday. Palm Any Sunday. Anytime that we had... To, look, there's the perfect fucking hat. Although mine never looked as good as that kid's. I mean, mine really looked... Like it was purple and just stuck on top of my head. We did that, but all the kids had to like serve the parents, sort of like waiters, because that's how they did things back then. Like all the parent, the elder people would eat first, so all the kids were like standing by them, like waiters. And I remember my dad being like, "You can like, you want to take a seat?" Like, <laughs> and they were like, "No, no, this is no. Serious. I want to be I gotta... in case you need some refreshments. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble." Where, where did you go? Hospitality school. <laughs> does shit like this. It was days in tech. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone sitting in their little red Ramada Inn jackets. It's a tough crowd out there tonight. What was those... Remember they make you play the recorder? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, hot cross buns. You could summon Satan with that. It was like the worst sound. Why is that always the, the song, too? Everyone's playing hot cross buns. <laughs> My dad actually was really good at the recorder. We, I'm sure we had like a plastic one, and we learned it in school. And my dad would come home. I mean, we'd come home, and my dad would like. That's wail not the, on recorder, the recorder, Chris. It isn't. No, the recorder was always little and white. Oh no, that's it was fatter. That's it. But it's, that's the one that you had. Yeah, we had like you know ours were plastic. 
Re- the recorder of the future. The pressure. <laughs> Strong. Ah, that little kid. She put that up on YouTube. She was that proud of it. Yeah, I don't blame her. We played YMCA on our recorders. Fuck, that was amazing. It kills. I'm, I'm still... I had to go back to... They would always have these fucking old crazy songs that they would make us sing like from the 1800s like we rocked into Jimmy Crack Corn constantly <laughs> when I was a kid it just seemed like man isn't this a slave song why are we still doing this shit it's classic they wouldn't fucking get off of that I remember singing the Erie Canal too and like oh, why yeah. are we singing which we all got in trouble for singing 15 miles on the sexy canal we put sexy and it's like a little it was like a little dirty parody song we sang don't fence me in it was like a similar thing I know why why <laughs> why are they bringing these old Americana songs to little kids I got to perform a duet of there's a hole in the bucket ooh where I Liza I yeah I played the part of Liza and Cherie Burke played the part of Georgie. Why were you cross-dressing at that age? It was my idea. I thought it would be funnier if I was in the dress. <laughs> it is funnier. Yeah, it's definitely funnier, but <laughs> weren't all the other kids going to punch you in the back? Uh, here's our buddy Blowhard. I remember recorders being wooden and the plastic ones were the alto recorder. You remember going across to fucking Delaware with Washington. <laughs> you know it. And uh, the song that I remember that I never forgot about the recorder was Polly Wally Doodle. And oh, yeah. Right, all these awful folk songs. They, they, would, go, they would really go back with those. Oh, my God. You these were like slave songs. Wow, what a flashback. Jesus. Yeah. I never forget. We, But, um, you know, we're talking about, like, you know, you, you grew up in the suburbs. When you grew up in the city, we didn't have, obviously, the tree forts and stuff. But Christmas Day came whenever we came across an abandoned or stolen car. If a car didn't have plates, we would try to beat the teenagers to it and pop open the trunk um, and try to steal the radio. Abandoned cars was the best place, and if you got lucky, you can get some cool merchandise because there were no plates, and you would just get a crowbar, pop open the trunk. And one time I found about 100 A-Tracks. And it was hilarious because it was like eight tracks that I would never listen to. But it was just, it was like a treasure trove. You didn't have like playhouses. But if you had an abandoned car, you take turns smashing the windshield. You try to sell the battery. This would be right on the street or would it be? Yeah, well, it might be in a desolate area or it might even be on your block. And one time I felt bad. There was a Volkswagen Beetle and it had no plates. And somebody said, that car is stolen, man. Let's get it. We went in the back, we stole the guy's stereo system, we stole golf clubs, and you know, you sell the shit, and then about a half hour later, a guy comes walking up the block, and he's like, did you see what happened to my car, man? He was like this hippie guy, and he was like, somebody fucked with my car. And we were like, oh no, the older kids did it. It was just, anytime you saw a car, it was just... It was a gold mine. You could sell the battery, the stereo, and like like I said, crappy eight tracks. You could find anything in that thing. And and construction sites were good too. But when it was demolition, but like I said, abandoned cars. If, if it didn't have a plate, you were putting your life in your own hands. It's like the kids would just. Isn't it funny that the kids would respect a plate though? I mean, what's the whole big <laughs> yeah, thing? Yeah, and, and right, thanks, Blowhard. You know, he came up with a good point though that you could have all this fun. Until the teenagers came around, yeah. and then you literally had to run. 
horrifying yeah. when all the kids showed up. Like, the oh my God, they could do anything. Because they're so fucking mean. <laughs> they were the meanest, most awful fucking things that's ever been on the planet. They're the Lost Boys. It's like fucking getting. It was like Rufio just came fucking running in and started grabbing you. It was like Rufio. Yeah, we used to go right before dinner to go to the park, like all of my neighborhood friends, and we would say like, "All right, we're gonna come back after dinner and hang out." And the teenagers, whoever they were, would come and smash uh, bottles on the sidewalk so that we'd come along and like be too afraid to go into the park so they could hang out. It was the worst. They, they would actually just put it out there like they were landmines. Yeah. They would just brilliant. smash bottles. It's brilliant. <laughs> did no? Did you take it? Do you think it really? They, maybe they were just breaking bottles, but you thought it was. To yeah, keep we you thought out? it was to keep us away. Yeah, maybe they weren't even thinking about you. But you came up with another good one too. The way dinner would fucking ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. When I was younger, the parents would just yell your name out like you were a fucking dog. Like some people's dads would just fucking whistle for them. Now, weird. no one's, you know, it's like Shelby, no one's more than eight feet away. I'll text him. Yeah. Text him, he's in, the, he's in his room. I was thinking about the texting thing, too, because we'd all agree to meet up, and if they, if, if, like, everyone wasn't where they said they were, you'd have to ride from house to house on your bike, just, like, look at, like, you couldn't text everyone and be like, where are you guys? You just have to ride around town looking for people. Yeah, that was the constant. Yeah. That's why you would have certain spots that everybody would stop at. Right. And get the fucking word out. Crazy. Different times. Yeah. Well, these Pajerian kids are never enough to put up with it, that's for sure. Oh, they're in and out. I mean, they're just, bam, they have a good yeah. run. Everybody loves them, everyone treats them nice, get a bunch of shit, and bam, they're gone. Oh. Look at that. Look at that little guy. That's cute. What do they say brings that on? Yeah, they're adorable. I mean, I'd like to come up with a cure, though. Genetic disorder. Hmm. Genes are so weird. That's stuff that it takes for like one goddamn code of the genes and how long it goes on. It's insane. Insane. It's it, all right, so scientists just say it's a new mutation in the human DNA. Okay, it's X-Men. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> this is a, the way of the future. This is a good thing. And they make it to about 20 and then they're gone. Then they're out. I didn't say that. Maybe I can make it extend. But that's what's fun about them—that you know, they just they're here for a short time. They get to live life as much as possible. And that's that, that's years. true of all humans. We're only here for a short time. I heard something, and I don't know how true this is—that the that the next person who's going to live to two, or the first person, I guess, to live to two hundred has already been born. Well, that doesn't sound that pleasant to me, though. Yeah, but like you're going to have fake body parts. You're going to be a train wreck if you're living to two hundred. No, but that you know the um, lifespan is expanding, or so people say. So oh, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, so the next, like you know, the the per, the next person, the first person who's going to live to two hundred is most likely like an infant right now. Ugh, a kid. They <laughs> put up with so much <laughs> shit because you're going to be old forever. Yeah. Who wants to be that old? Oh, good, you're going to be old for 130 years. But think about it, like you hit 100 and you think that you know your time is almost up, but you still have a whole another 100 years. Oh. Another century to go. Yeah, just sitting there looking out the window, <laughs> waiting for your fucking great 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 grand grandchildren to fucking stop by. Hopefully, you're getting your social security check from the future, or whatever it's around then. I know who's going to pay that off. <laughs> well, yeah, when everyone's up to two hundred, you'd be sitting there watching robots playing recorders. <laughs> That's my family. They didn't call. Oh, 
But this is what our ancestors said about us. The fact that we're living to 100 right now, they would have been appalled by that. Because they used to live to like 30. And they're fucking... Yeah, but they... they they lived to thirty, but didn't die in old age. Yeah, they died dry still. You know, they right. died from a disease. You know, you get appendicitis, you're dead. Right. You get a strep throat, you're dead. Diarrhea, you don't get out of bed. And that's it. That's the end of him. Oh, he had the shits. <laughs> he lived a long life though. He was twenty four. <laughs> oh, I thought he was kind of sick, so we beat him to death with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many people must have died of tetanus? There was but exposed steel everywhere back. Here the day. was the weird thing. It's not like people wouldn't live to be eighty. They would. But that would just be like one dude that, for whatever reason, didn't get these right. things. You know? So, like, that's when they talk about the ancient people and all that. Like, oh, let's go to the old wise men. He just remembered shit that happened before. Right. And he was just telling them. Now, there's, you know, it's just no, you know. <laughs> no need to freak it's gonna out. It's going to go away. The sun hasn't been eaten by monkeys. It's going to get warm again. And everybody's like, he's so wise. <laughs> You know? Yeah. No, that's called a tornado. I saw one about 40 years ago. <laughs> those demons in the night, those are coyotes. They're not trying to eat your soul and steal your children for the Dark Lord. <laughs> um, here's uh, Mark in Malibu. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, when we were kids, uh, my buddies, we lived next to a, a little league field. We'd be over there playing ball, football, baseball, whatever, and their mom would ring a cowbell when it was time to come in for lunch or dinner, and they'd get so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It would be so fucking embarrassing <laughs> to hear your name called or anything like that. It's fucking crazy. And then that thing that would always be... Um, like you'd be out playing with your friends and your dad's coming home from work and he would just stop the car and look at you <laughs> like you had, had broken a fucking law and you'd go like this. Get home. <laughs> and uh, he would, you know, like he'd be real short like that and then he would start driving again. And then my friends would be like, hi, Mr. Bennington. And he would just fucking stare at them knowing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know you're the fucking dirt that my son is. I, I tried to do all this shit and then look at you pricks. Take him in a different direction. What would you do if a friend was getting like reamed out and just yelled at? Would because I would always just take off. Like this is not a good scene. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, we would always just ride it out. Right? There was it was never that personal with us with like the punishment that you would get from adults. It was just something that happened. You know, it was just a thing. Like, you're like, I'm going to get in fucking huge trouble if I don't leave right now. And then you would go, well, I'm going to stay. I'll go home, take all the fucking shit there is. I don't want to miss this. Then, well, yes, I can't you know, possibly miss this. That fucking feeling. The worst thing for me is, like, if you were away and you came back and everyone just came running to you to tell you that there was a big fight and you <laughs> missed it. And it was like it was like if you found out that you had missed the Super Bowl, that somehow your vacation had taken <laughs> you away from the Super Bowl. You're like, what? Rapping Tommy from Arafat for two hours? You're fucking kidding me. And that was literally a fucking fight that I missed. And everybody went through it telling me about it. She never went on that vacation. No, it was fucking... It was unbelievably terrible. <laughs> it was the worst thing that could happen. Um, Tom in Jersey, you're on the Run of Fez show. All right, guys. So sometimes someone commits like a horrendous crime in their sentence to like 100 years or 200 years. What would happen if like in the next 
10, 20 years, they come out with like a pill that makes you live to like 500 years. Would you do your 200 years knowing that you're going to have like maybe another 300 after that? Or would you just say, fuck it, and I'm just wanna, I don't want to take the pill, I just want to die like regular sentence? Yeah, I, I can't do 100 years in fucking prison. I'd be going out of my mind. But the longer that but you live, the shorter a year another... feels, too. Like the, No. Yeah. Not when you start to get on the other side of it. You know, you but only it, you, you think that now because it's at that peace, but then once you get retired, time starts to travel again like you were a child. Huh. You know, summer starts to last too long, <laughs> takes forever for Christmas to get there. Because you're fucking back, you're, you know, you're left out again. Sad. You know? Yeah. It's fucking sad. That whole retirement thing is not all it's fucking cracked up to be. It's better now because people smoke pot. <laughs> you know? They're enjoying it a little more. Otherwise, what? You're just lounging? Just fucking hanging out? Playing a lot of bridge. I saw the Stones in 64. <laughs> just fucking... Just sitting there going like this. You get a fucking DVD set of every Elvis movie that's ever been done. You're like, this is great. <laughs> Guess the marathon's about to start. That's what I'd be doing. Just watching old Elvis movies one after another. I want to go to that James Brown movie this week. I'm fucking pissed I haven't seen it yet. Get on up. Yeah, get on up. Mm. I haven't seen it yet either. What? No, I haven't seen it. Let's all go together. No, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Let's all get a matinee together and go see what Get are you On doing Up. for her party? What party? Don't throw me a party. Right? What party is going down? <laughs> Do not throw me a party. Why? Because, uh, you know. You view your suburbs as a failure? No, I don't. But, you know, I figure, like, you only you only get the red carpet treatment once. You can't, you know, you can't expect But that. this time you're gone for good. You're never allowed back here again. Well, so. I, don't, I don't know if I'm never allowed back, <laughs> <laughs> per se. I, I guess I can't intern again, but I'll be back to visit, hopefully. You know, last year, your your big thing was, thanks. <laughs> guess what everybody, guess what her go-to phrase was this year? Chris, do you know it? Is it jeesh? Like something like that? Jeesh? Like, no, yeesh. Not jeesh. <laughs> yeesh. What is that? Yes, do you know it? Is it Yikes. I never heard. I never heard her say yikes or yikes. I say yikes sometimes. I've never heard either one of those. Shelbo, what's your go-to phrase this year? Shelbarino. She's still sticking with thanks. No, <laughs> come on, man. Change so it up. fucking lazy. It's uh, for sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. You picked that up from your for drugged out sure. buddies. Up in Boston College. I don't, I, I don't even realize that I say that. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> My stop. <laughs> yeah. Fucking double down on it. <laughs> Just uh, telling people to call you for sure. <laughs> like when you get your new roommate this year. Call me for sure. <laughs> How come you're not getting an apartment yet? Because people don't do that of a PC. You want to live on campus. Why? But there's no apartments on campus? Like anything well, yeah, shitty I, dorms? I, I lived apartment style last last year. But they, you know, you don't want to live off campus because that's where all the fun is. Off campus? <laughs> no, no, on campus. Yeah, I'm sure it is. What's the Who fun? A really bad cake party? <laughs> What's the fun? Being able to walk to the library instead of driving? Yeah. Well, yeah, because all the, the off-campus apartments are kind of far. You know, you have to take the bus and stuff. Mm. Yeah, but that's a scene out there, though. Everyone in those apartments is getting whacked no, out. No, nothing happens in Boston. It's not a party town. <laughs> She's right. 
For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Boring as hell. I can't believe I say for sure because me and my roommate make fun of this girl who all she ever says is for show. What a stupid bitch, <laughs> it's right? A variation on the theme. Moron. For show. No, for hey, show. Hey, for show. We go to the. Yeah. But you'll be having a serious <laughs> conversation with her, and you know she's like really earnestly saying "for show, for show." It's just really hard to take her seriously. I'm so. gonna hate the new interns. What assholes are we getting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got two dudes, and I'm calling a chick today to uh, after the show to interview her. I hate pa- them all. I know. I hate. Them. I hate them already. <laughs> they um, apparently there's a massive massive shortage on interns applying to to serious. I don't blame them for that. <laughs> for show. The show. Oh, wow, well, you guys you guys got Bank of America on campus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did the same thing <laughs> That's him. last year. He doesn't fucking do anything new. <laughs> he was like, you guys smoke pot with your friends in O'Neill Library. <laughs> How about the, the Connell School bit. of Nursing? Connell. Yikes. Yeesh. The show. Um... Here's uh, Claire. Claire, you're on the run. Chris. Chris, you're on the hey, run. Show. Yeah. We talking about being a kid never wanting to come home. I had the best out ever. My whole family was fat. So when it was time for me to come home, I never, I'd never. i be hours late. And my excuse was always, Mom, I don't want to be fat like the rest of the family. And she'd be like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Don't worry about it. How huge were they that this was a, a thing that you could actually bring up like that? Family shut-ins? <laughs> Who were you raised by the clumps? <laughs> Hercules! Hercules! <laughs> yeah, I'll call your name if your name is. <laughs> um, here's Larry in Jersey. You're on the run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, so, Ron, you wouldn't want to be a cyborg. Like, say, no. if you could live another 150 years, you get a new leg, a new arm, no. and some fucking computer chip in your brain? No, I don't want any of that. And then, besides, that other caller's an idiot. There is no magic pill where you can live until you're 200. What an idiot, Tom. I mean, just let him have his... <laughs> he was, like, doing that let's pretend deal. It's a hypothetical. Know? Yeah, he's doing a hypothetical. Plus, like, you know, it's only, like, the super rich will be cyborgs first. Until, like, you know, and then, like, you know, regular people get, like, really shitty old cyborg arms. Yeah, you get some old fucking leftover shit. <laughs> you're fucking having a can opener where your fucking <laughs> foot used to be. It's the best I could do. It's like an afford. Can opener. <sighs> Have you ever seen those shoes with can openers on the bottom? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Because I always want to open up fucking cans with my feet. It's gross though, because you've been walking on the ground. So what? Oh no, they're they're like flip flops. They've got like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I thought about you buying mean, these like ones. like a church key, not a can opener. No, it, it's a bottle opener. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. a bottle opener. I mean, I thought about buying these things for a second. Then I realized, wait a minute, I'm the the top of the beer is just going to be covered in dirt. From and the then top. the other thing, you don't wear clogs. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I've never seen you. <laughs> you sleep in steel tip boots. <laughs> Do you ever wear shorts? Rarely. I like I like pants. Huh. I'm a pants fan. He's a pants guy. But yeah, these these things. No, there's a cutoff age where a man should wear fucking shorts. Really? Yeah, and then you look like a toddler. Old guys wear shorts a lot. I know. What do they look like? <laughs> Toddlers. They wear those like little baby shoes, and they're like fucking. What's wrong with you? Boat shoes. Yeah, those things are terrible. I hate boat shoes. And then you'll see a guy wearing a. You know, guy's like an old fucking dude, and he's wearing a shirt that says like "Party on." And you're like, just what are you eight? <laughs> 
no, he's just beating an you to death here in the middle of the fucking street. Party on. He just has a terrible drinking problem. <laughs> you should. You've been able to get served now for forty years. Stop acting like it's cool. Party's still going on with this guy. For show. <laughs> for show. Mr. Fuck, what's happening, buddy? What's up, buddies? Yeah. Hi. Hey, Ronnie. Ronnie, I'm down at Jersey Shore right now, man. Okay. Wearing <laughs> my boat shoes. I got my shirt on. <laughs> All right, man. How you doing? Everything okay for you, fuck? Yeah, man. I'm doing really well. Staying uh, clean and sober? Keeping my nose clean, yeah. Doing all the work and everything, yeah. Good. Keeping your side of the street fucking clean? Oh, dude. It's clean as ever. All right, I'm good. i my garage right now. Good. Hey, uh, listen, if, uh, if I'm not there uh, for Molly's party... I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> no. Oh my you know what? No. You two were... I saw them, these two together one night, and they were adorable. <laughs> I mean, I wish he had a different name but fuck. <laughs> but well, I told her not to call me that, because I don't like... I really don't like hearing... I know, but then you got mad when I called you your real name on the radio. On the radio! <laughs> you call you him fuck that? on the radio. Okay, all right. Write down his real name for me. You, you, you did a whole hour where you were saying it one day. I don't think so. Yeah, I remember. Carol Ann? That's no name. I'd rather call him Fuck. <laughs> fuck, it seemed like something was going to happen between you and Molly, and then, you know? Yeah, you know, she's uh, she's a little too busy with her school and whatnot, and I respect that. I don't want to get in her way of anything. Oh, Good, you let him down easy. That's fucking yeah. sweet. I don't want him going back out there again. She told me to fuck off, and I... And I, I did not. I have a paper to write, fuck. I can't really date you right now. By the way, for a guy who doesn't want to hear his name on the radio, you couldn't have a more normal name in the history of the planet. It's not like it's Clarence or something that, you know, guys get upset about. I, I don't really care. I was just kind of busting balls. <laughs> you know, you're not interested in him? I, uh, you know, I'm going back to school. Yeah, well, he can't come visit? Take Fuck. the fucking train up Fuck's there? Fuck's got a car, right? Yeah. I used to drive. Well, they I got meetings a, up there that he could go to. There's <laughs> NA everywhere. I used to drive up to Boston every weekend. I was dating. Yeah, I bet you did. There, so. <laughs> fucking picking up a package. <laughs> no, I live, Ron, I live by Patterson. Why the fuck would I go to Boston? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck. Talk to you later, buddy. All right, buddy. Bye. Good try, fuck. You wouldn't introduce him to your parents? No, I would. I mean, I don't, you know, we don't really know each other. We're acquainted. He's a good looking kid, though. Yeah, yeah, he really, looks Really, really good looking kid. I know he's a little bit on the, you know, he's a little bit on the edge. He's edgy. You can use a little of that, though. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're sleeping in the middle of bed every night. <laughs> you know, there's no danger in your life. You need to put a little bit out there. <laughs> yeah, opposites attract, I guess. So, although Hicks and his chick are exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> she can party as hard as you, right? She likes to have a drink or two. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Your version of it. So she's a responsible human being. She's great. I, you know, I'm the one who, you know, I, I have a tendency to go off. Years. To, I know. It's, she's, yeah, I know. Um, let's go over to uh, Glenn, Canada. Yeah, buddy, uh, Ronnie. We used to steal the wood for the forts and stuff. And uh, this one time, we had this fort built up in the woods after they're putting a new street in. And this one of our buddies brings his sister down. She's a little bit older, and he just. He just pulls up her shirt so he can teach us how to suck a tit. Now, I mean, how crazy is that? How old was she? She was about 13, but she was a little bit heavier, right? So she right. had grown more than the rest of us. 
<laughs> he says, he says, boys, this is how you suck a tit, and he sucks his sister's tit. Holy shit! What the heck? That <laughs> rules. So that's how it was in their family. <laughs> Fucking tea sucking seminar. Yeah. I feel like everybody knows a sibling pair that's like weirdly close. Ugh. No, just me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have that inappropriate brother and sister. Yeah, I know. I used to work at an ice cream parlor, and there was a guy who worked at the ice cream place too. And his sister used to come in, and they they would like flirt over the counter. It was the weirdest thing. They <laughs> like, definitely had sex. She would give him like a huge tip. It was so bizarre. <laughs> Then you ever know those people like they're fucking brushing their teeth next to each other like fucking naked and shit like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're like, what am I? What's the big deal? It's my brother. And you're like, look, I'm fucking trying to get something going with you here. I come in, it's like a fucking freak house. I, I, you know, I know like a very rich family like in Brooklyn. Yeah, and the the brother and the sister definitely something was going on. Yeah. I know it. All right, I know it. Rich people, it fucks everything up. They suddenly become the Duponts. It's like whatever. Let's just we can do whatever we <laughs> yeah. want, can't we? Yeah. Let's keep all this DNA for ourselves. Yikes! You know, I thought Molly was going to hit it off with Dan Perlman, and Dan Perlman was very interested in her at first. I thought that even the Dan Soder thing worked out, but then she panics around him. I don't panic. You panicked around him. No, we're friends. You know, we've got a great rapport. He said that you run out of the room when he comes in. What? Um. And then yesterday, both you two fucking flew out of the room. Scattered. Yeah. I was bringing Ari in, and they just fucking and then Ari, said, Ari said to me, why did the children run out of here when I came in? I, looked, I thought that he needed my seat. That's yeah. why I got up. I just panicked. I was like... But both you know, of you did the same exact thing. <laughs> I think we're both, you know, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to harsh his mellow. What? For sure. <laughs> For sure. So who would it be for you? Dan Perlman? Or who? Dan Soder? Um, well, you know. <laughs> Soder's to the deep end of the pool for you. He's a little older, too. I mean, I, I really think we're friends. Like, I, I like him. You, know? do you, you text with him? No. Who all do you text with? Perlman? <laughs> who else? Why are we talking about this? Because you're, you're going to be leaving, it's and your, I'm worried about you. It's, it's your, almost it's your last day, and we know, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, keep in touch with... <laughs> Who? Just tell us. <laughs> Why are you keeping secrets I from us? I hate this! Because, you know... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Something. You look guilty. You're I'm blushing. a really bad liar. I'm so bad at this. Well, are you, did you meet somebody this no, summer? No, you know, I, I've been keeping in touch with somebody. You know. We're right to Texting. Name no, no, I know you're going to say no, it. I promise you I he won't. He won't say it. I right promise there. you. <laughs> Well, he's one of my favorites. Oh, good. Okay. And uh, I think he's a gentleman. Yeah, I think I so, I really too. think so. Yep. I'm just going to say the name, sir. <laughs> Get out there. We can't keep secrets here. <laughs> so, but it seems like it's a little hot and heavy no, for you No, it's not at all. It's not at all hot and heavy. It's literally the most casual thing ever. And yet, it means something to you. No, it doesn't. I just don't want to tell you that it on the air. Why? Because I'm embarrassed. But why? I don't know. Who is it? This Ty is perfectly natural. Yeah. This <laughs> is stupid. Shelby told us his mom used to keep a leash on him. <laughs> that has gone very, very much into his sex life with every guest that's come in here. <laughs> what do you want me to say? What? <laughs> why don't you ask me for some advice? How you right. should pursue this? How should I? <laughs> come on. Seriously, Ma, let's take this seriously. You know what I think that you should do? What? 
Line up a comedy night up there and book them as the headliner. <gasps> okay? We made plans. You know, we, we're going to hang out, so... You're going to hang out where? Boston? I don't know yet. I, you know, we, oh, well, just, I mean... Soon. Soon. Tomorrow, actually. So the whole point was to wait until the end of your <laughs> you got you got to keep you got to keep yourself from uh like you know, your professional commitment <laughs> okay you're professional is it todd barry <laughs> yes how Shit. did you fucking give it out i know she's it. having an affair with todd barry <laughs> oh, this is uh, yeah yeah well no listen i mean i really do you know you don't want to get involved right before you go to school it's just not a good stop idea stop with that i'm serious it's it's stupid you know molly what? how old are you moment molly how old are you i'm 20 you should be doing everything you possibly can at all times who cares what's coming up next i know your parents don't want to hear this but you should be banging up train stations <laughs> <laughs> they definitely don't want to hear that maybe you're, they don't you're but i'm putting it out right. there molly you could do so much better than that <laughs> transient you picked up last night more Franzia. Oh, and your sister just got a falcon on her thigh. <laughs> it's an owl on her shoulder. I know, but this is no. Yet another sleeve. You're running out of arms, dear. <laughs> All right, that guy, we're not going to give it away. Did you ever read any of his stuff? Yeah, I did. I think he's really, really terrific. Mm-hmm. He's a talented dude. Uh, Brad, you're on the Run and Fez show. Brad, Philly, once, twice. Hey, Ron, Ron. Yeah. Ron, can you give me an update on the Anthony Cumia radio war? Well, I had something planned. I had an inside guy. They figured out who it was, and they got rid of him. Now, tomorrow... Ratman? Yeah. So, he was my guy from the beginning. Now, tomorrow, I have a certain guest going in there who has promised to... Do a logging. Uh, he's going to dive into Anthony's pool and defecate, and I believe that will become the end of the radio war. It's a nuke. Um, it's hard even to get Anthony focused on this because Ferguson, Ferguson, Ferguson. Okay, I know there's a lot happening there, but someone's going to shit in your pool. I mean, pay attention closer Focus. to home. Yeah. It's on the home turf, dude. Yeah, focus at home. You ever going to confront him? Uh... Face to face on his show, Ron. I would love to. I don't think he's got the balls to invite me. I wish we could make that happen. That would be fantastic. All right, talk to you later. I forget why he doesn't have the balls. Oh, because he got people to call our show. I couldn't remember (laughs) what started. That's what started. Yeah, Yeah, because on his Facebook it said we started it. We did not. We're peaceful people. He lied. Or whoever's running his Facebook for him. I can't see. Wartime propaganda. Yeah, I can't see, you know, Aunt. Updating Facebook. <laughs> like, like. Although the tweets go out every eight minutes. Stays active. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I have uh, Jimmy and Opie with them, but both of them said to me, Good. Get him. Get him. <laughs> wow. Um, Danny, Danny, you're on the run and Fez show now. Hey, Ron, how's it going, man? Good. Hey, uh, all I want to know is you got a fella that called in there a few minutes ago that said if uh, there was, if you were a cyborg, would you want to do it? And then he talked shit about the guy 
that uh, made up the uh, pill that'll let you live for 500 years. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Everyone knows their own thing. But the cyborg <laughs> stuff is happening now. If you've got, you know, these outside of human parts in you, you're technically a cyborg. If you have a fake hip, fake knee, a pacemaker... These are all the beginnings of Cyborg. They're 3D printing out like uh, prosthetics that cost like $20,000. They're 3D printing them out now for like 40 bucks of a perfectly working 3D arm. Do you ever see like when you go to dentist that they'll just make up a tooth and you can watch it? You know, they'll have this little machine, this 3D printer at the dentist's office, and it makes up a tooth, and they just insert it. No way. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing stuff that they, goes down. They just map your mouth, and it's, and it's they fitted map your perfectly. Mouth. Yeah. It's, oh, they even get it to match the color of the other teeth. That's crazy. They have to paint it. Mine's corn on the cob yellow. <laughs> I know a girl who works in an artist gallery, and they have... Like, they'll make a tiny sculpture, like, sort of a prototype for what they actually want to make, and then there's there's a thing that scans it, and then it makes the big sculpture. Weird as shit. Isn't that crazy? It's the future of everything. I mean, look at this guy. He's picking up stuff with his fake arm. He just threw something across the room, and he doesn't yeah. have an arm from below the, the uh, elbow. It's insane. It's crazy. It's what Terminator. Doing. Yeah. It's fucking Terminator. It's great. This person can do is things it? they've never done. Then how, what about Cyberdyne? Is that fucking great when the machines decide to take over? Oh, they know how to fucking live our lives better than we do by nuking us. Yeah. No thanks. Thanks, <laughs> thanks but no thanks, fuckos. I'll fucking go. I'll go back in time, try to have his son, and then get that guy to come back and kill all you fuckers. I'll get killed doing it, but I made a really great chick who wears a headband. And then I'll send her to the high country. And I'll bang her in, a, in an underpass. <laughs> That's what he does. He kills. And I'll tell really cool stories about the future that freak everyone out. We don't know how it started. What? <laughs> I just woke up and there was a fucking robot war going on and we were living in so garbage. tomorrow night, a big date with Ari Shafir for you. No. <laughs> Damn. It's not Ari Shafir. You guys bond over like the Jewish thing? <laughs> now, you have to tell us the truth now. What was more fun for you, this year or last year? They were different. I think I think this year was funner for me. Because I was in on more stuff. You know, I felt like I was more a part like of an the adult thing. This yeah. year. Last year, you were like our lovely little pet. Right. And well, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that. but Yeah, you were just a lovely little pet. <laughs> You're like, oh, where's the kitty? And now she's getting some, apparently. Oh Stop it, I guess. Dude, I can't, um, I can't ever hear that. <laughs> it was Reggie Watts, is that who it was? Oh my goodness. You're going out with Reggie first Watts? Of That's all awesome. genius. No, first He's of a all, fucking genius. You're a lucky lady. This is so stupid. We're just talking, so everyone chill. And also, I am not, you know, I'm not getting involved. No, but the thing is, he's as backward as you are, so this is nice. This is probably... What do you he's mean probably, backwards? He's nervous. He's nervous like you. He's shy. He's a shy boy. I wouldn't say I'm shy or nervous. I just get nervous talking about this. You get nervous talking with boys. No, I mean, yeah, sometimes. I mean, doesn't doesn't everyone? Fez, doesn't, he gets nervous. I don't talking really though. As I get older, I get less nervous. You know. You used to be. Yeah, I used to be. I was so awkward. Were you? Yeah, it was just really all buck teeth and elbows. Yeah, I had I I have huge teeth, and I was like I had like really I mean I still have huge like hands and fingers, so I was kind of like an alien like alien kid, and I also had braces. On your legs? No. <laughs> Good God! Were they three D printed? Are you a cyborg? 
Yeah. Is that what you say to everybody in the subway? You a cyborg? I'm going to throw you in front of this goddamn subway car. Me? No, not you. Anyone I Chris, you better not. You'll be killed down there. All right, so you don't want a party this year. A party? Yes. No, no. Would you rather have an in-during-the-show party or an after-the-show party? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to halt the, the flow. Don't you, worry. There won't be a party on the air, Ron. I mean, first of all. <laughs> don't. And all Worry. the years that we've taught her about radio, has halt the flow ever come up even once? <laughs> Remember, stop things in its track the on there. The problem today was when you halted the flow. <laughs> yeah, I did just make that up. I mean, yeah. on, the, on the air party's button, but I'm saying I'm not expecting any of that because... Don't expect anything, okay. Molly. Would you rather this? You, tell me if this would embarrass you. What? You know that your parents are coming, right, to the MS? Right. We're not going to do Gethard. We're going to do you. <laughs> We're going to bring you up. There are going to be a lot of people who are disappointed by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Including your mom. <laughs> really? This Boring. Is all... Do you guys have any Zinfandel in your kitchen? <laughs> Just seltzer. Huh. I brought some, a pint of vodka. Never mind. I got a pint of vodka in my boot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that the chairs would be more comfortable. Yeah, they're psyched about coming to the Unmasked, though. Everyone's been talking about it. Shelby, you don't feel like you mixed your shot with this other comic who's better and funnier than you? <laughs> Getting it now? Wondering who this mystery man is. Doesn't matter who it is. It's not you. Me She's a woman in love. Nope. No, I'm not. And Sounds like it's it. it's not me. Just because I get all embarrassed doesn't mean that, you know, there's anything. I'm telling you, it's very casual. Nothing's thought, happened. You know, when I did the radio award joke yesterday where I act like I was hiding behind the sign, <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up today. One of you guys left. I was carrying the thing over there and uh, I knew you were going to bring it up today. Did you just not get it or was it not funny? No, I yeah, I was like too tired. Okay. But now, in retrospect, it was definitely funny. <laughs> Sounds like you've been sipping the haterade. What? Thank you, Chris. <laughs> they had a big, tall glass of haterade. I think she's got a bad case of it. <laughs> I don't. Haterades. <laughs> Haterades. <laughs> Awful. You gotta get treated for that. Oh How about God. the thing yesterday when we were doing the advice show and Fez started talking about his blood work <laughs> for his first date? My blood work will come back fine, except for, you know, diabetes. <laughs> yeah, uh, sounds good. Uh, uh, the number of people who have had the exact same conversation with Fez. And Fez giving the exact same answers. Yesterday, I was at a fucking pitch where I almost <laughs> laid on the floor and laughed till I died. Or he was very interested. They're all interesting. He thought, he, he, like uh, many they others before him. the first. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know how I'm going to help Fez. I got a great idea for the show. I'm going to be Fez's wingman. They all tell me he's going to be their wingman. Hey, look, I fucking downloaded Grinder and Daddy Hunt. All right, I couldn't, he didn't want me to pick up any dudes for him. What's Daddy Hunt? Daddy Hunt's a great website that I still get web emails from where you can meet other daddies, other AKA daddies. bears. Oh, I see. It's the largest gay personal site for daddies, bears, and guys that love them. What's the difference between a daddy and a bear? That guy looks a like bear? a fucking wrestler right there. A daddy can be a bear, but a bear isn't necessarily a daddy. Oh, that's the difference between the two. <laughs> what of them. the fuck is a daddy? Thing? Great explanation. A daddy can be an older person. A bear doesn't have to be older. He just has to be big and burly and hairy. Oh, okay. But a bear can be a daddy. Yeah, you could be a daddy bear. 
Okay. If you're an older bear. What Got about it. a mama bear and then a baby bear? And if it's just right. Fez is learning a lot about the sexies. Who's on tomorrow? Oh, Big J's outside. You want to yeah. God, God forbid. You don't have to go running out of here like I'm yesterday. not. I'm not. I'm just moving over. Oh, Big J's coming. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> oh, my God. What's he here for? Soda time? Soda time. Soda, soda show. Big J! What's up, y'all? You know what? It's nice to see you, and I'm I'm going to hope an ironic kiss shirt. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, these are morning, uh, just going to do radio clothes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who's going to see? Well, I thought you'd have to be on with Jimmy to wear <laughs> that shirt. Like, hey, that's a fucking great shirt. <laughs> yeah. What are you here to do, the soda shop? We did, we did it up. We did our, uh, we recorded the final episode of Soda Shop. We're going to do one live one. Oh, you're going to get to do the live one? Can you believe? Yeah. They finally believe in us? <laughs> yeah. In fact, we heard today that uh, it went from like, uh, they were, at one point we were going to have to make a phone call to discuss what we would discuss on a live show, and oh then, and then, and then, last minute they were like, okay, they don't have to make the phone call, because <laughs> right away everyone was like, what? What? Did you say I don't what? know what we're going to discuss yet, man. <laughs> it's like three <laughs> weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think we're going to talk about the news of the day. <laughs> yeah. You know, hopefully someone will die the night before. Uh, we're probably willing to say the things that you're afraid to say, right. but you've always been thinking. Did you say, look, I got a fucking serious radio, and I've heard some of your hosts lock up and not say anything <laughs> I didn't for say fucking that. weeks at a time? I did not. Uh, Ari was in here yesterday and took on everybody about Israel. Was that was awesome. Yeah. I listened to it. I listened to the yeah. whole thing, and I thought that was really, uh, you guys were like 20 minutes overtime. Yeah, like, we went overtime. And he I saw was... him last night. He's like, apparently that's a big deal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and it's dry Judaism. Yeah. I don't know. You ever watch the Tonight Show? And it just keeps going on and yeah. on. Pushing you just play the Oscar Myers music out of, the, out of the way? Yeah, he really took it to uh, yeah. him and the Palestinian. What's yeah. funny is that's the only topic that he sounds like a guy who reads the paper about. Beyond that, he's just total pothead logic. Well, yeah. has no idea. Right. Everybody always has their thing that they care about, you know? Yeah. And that's, yeah, his one. He's very, very Jewish-centric. Of all, of, of, I didn't even know that was a term, Jewish-centric. <laughs> it is now. It yeah. should be a t-shirt, honestly. Well, actually, you thought that he was being anti-Israel, right? No, Molly? no. I, I think... Uh yeah, I guess it sounded like that when I said that earlier. But that he used to be really pro-Israel. I, still, I, I that guess would he make still him is. Anti-Israel no, no, no. Well, that he's less. You know, that he's he just more wants Israel, of Israel to stop now. shooting babies by their I, state. Yeah, right. he just has perspective, is what it is. That's what yeah. most of the stuff. Uh, you know, blind kind of just patriots. You know, like. Uh, aren't like that, you know, where they're like, yeah, well, we got to kill the enemy, when it's like, you could also have the perspective of, like, I can see why a 15-year-old in Iraq thinks America is pieces of shit. Like, I get why they would think that. <laughs> well, you can understand this as an Eagles fan, where every <laughs> single year, <you laughs> right? we look really good this year. Uh, I honestly think we can do it. Do you feel even sort of good about the preseason? <sighs> I do. I feel so fucking good. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I feel great. Yeah, I think you're too. just joking. No, I'm not joking <laughs> at all. I'm going over things, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to admit that... You know, we're not San Francisco or Seattle. But then after that, Feels I mean, good. we're right there with Chicago and whoever. So we're like that second tier thing where we always are, like right behind where we should be. And I feel like still, yeah, this, you're just trying to make good radio by saying this now because at the end of the season, we're both like, what the fuck happened <laughs> back there, man? I thought we had a good chance this but season. I feel good about next year. I really <laughs> feel like there's a real... Also, next year is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fucking fantastic. Um, did you watch any of the, of the shit last night? with Johnny Football? 
I watched him uh, in the beginning doing pretty bad. Yeah, he can't him. play. He, he just, can't fucking play. He's thrown into the ground. He's yeah. thrown behind guys. He's going to get somebody hurt. Yeah. He he's, just he's, he's can't play. Folding the pressure. It, but isn't that like... Isn't that always a story? Like the big guy goes and generally ends up being a bust, and then some like seventh round, like Brian Westbrook type guy becomes like a star the in the, the league because there's no pressure on him, so he just plays great. What, what was Brady? Fourth round, fifth round? I mean, he was fucking nobody I think was, he was looking fifth? for him. Yeah, he, uh, he went sixth. really late. I think LaShawn McCoy was like a low pick. Sixth round, pick 199. 199. Hmm. Jesus yeah, Christ. Cr- and then uh, I said LaShawn McCoy was like, uh, I think he wasn't like a, an early pick either. You don't talk out of Philly at all. I mean, it's got to <laughs> always go back. I mean, we, you can go and talk about your, whatever that guy you're talking about, but I'm probably going to bring it back over. <laughs> you know that reminds me of? The young Donovan McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he did those soup commercials with his mom? McNabb, you fuck. <laughs> now? Now he, yes. he turned on him? Yeah, I just can't even the thought of him. Completely. Seriously. It's like, it, for me, him not winning a championship is like watching a grown man get drunk and drop a baby. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, if I had to say which person offends me more, a drunk to drop the baby or Donald McNabb, I'd have to say McNabb. Just made you that furious. Yeah, I can't every even year. think about him. I can't think about him. Were you? He's going to be in the booth for some of the games this year. I think CBS is putting him in. Really? Were you? Uh, Thank you, Fuzz. Were you livid? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Were you livid after that Super Bowl? Yeah, I was livid during the Super Bowl. Really? The fucking mouth breathing b- bitch. Literally was <laughs> so fucking tired. They left it. Yeah, he really left. It, yeah, <laughs> left it in the locker left room. In the third quarter. <laughs> 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 you really left it all out there. The third, yeah. Watching that, uh, I, I actually was telling someone last night one of the coolest football moments I think ever was during that. Uh, yeah, when he lost it. But one of the plays after he threw up or right before when they were out of timeouts doing that two minute drill. Yeah, he threw it over the middle to Brian Westbrook, and Brian Westbrook slapped it to the ground and, and put his arms up like, "What are you doing?" And I thought it was yeah. such a cool, like, smart football. Like, he's like catching that was worthless. It's yeah. better to lose the play and stop the clock than to keep. I thought that was pretty neat. Oh, that motherfucker. If I just forget about it. Let's just move on. We got a whole new offense. We're never huddling again. I like it. McNabb's going to be in the booth for a couple of things. My my dream team would be TK, Tiki and Rondi Barber up there just finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> like Run DMC? <laughs> yeah. Run DMC commentary? Well, this came out. Sims, and I can't remember who the other person was. Oh, Tony Dungy. Will not use the word Redskins this year. Really? At all. Yeah. He's just not going to say it? He's going to say the Washington Football Organization <laughs> or the racist Washington Football Club. <laughs> that's a two-way. Now, his partner, Jim Nance, said, that's not, in, that's not my job to make that decision, which would be, it's basically what the German guards said at the camp. <laughs> like, hey... I was just doing my job, <laughs> stuffing people in. Say, try not to get too far away from the Holocaust, <laughs> Hitler. No matter what the metaphor, we come back to that. Does it bother you the Redskins thing, or I don't care. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, like, I don't. I don't think anybody cares that much. I mean, I don't. If it was the Washington N bombs, would you care about it? Would you think this? 
Right now, if there's not a minor league team who's not changing their name to the whateverville n bombs, yeah. <laughs> not the actual word, but yeah. the term n bombs would yeah. be fantastic. I, uh, I just left it at n bomb. There will not yourself. be there will not be a team I create on a video game sports anymore that won't be called the n bombs. <laughs> so you go. They won't even correct you on that. They'll tell you that's okay. That yeah. will be okay. You, you're one of those guys. You make up your own stadium, your own uniform. It's I've never done fantasy football in my life. It almost makes me want to start a fantasy football team well, called the we, M-Bombs. We're going to do the elimination. you got to be part of that this year. Where oh, the one game as soon as yeah, you lose, you're one out. one game and you're out. We're going to do an all-comedian one. Oh, okay. I'd love to see you win it. And we'll put together a good prize for it. You, know, you would we'll love to see just, me win. Oh, that's yeah, where you can only pick one team, right? You get yeah. one team every week. And that's, but you can yeah. never repeat teams. Then you can yeah. never repeat teams. Use a team, it's out. It's oh. a tough one. It's really a tough hard. game to play, yeah. It, it's got to be really hard, yeah. I've only made it past week two once in the only years we've been playing it. And when I ma- you stink at every value <laughs> that there is. For a guy who does nothing but gamble, yeah. you're terrible at gambling. I have a lot of bad ideas in my yeah. head. And I follow my instinct, which is a bad idea. Big J is uh, sitting in with us because he just, you believe, did the last soda show of this thing before they go back and yeah. Well, we're gonna do we're gonna do the uh, it's six episodes. The second one's airing tonight at uh, six o'clock, and then we're doing our fifth episode is gonna be live. And then we just recorded what will be the last one. It's very confusing when they don't let yeah. you go live. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very weird. And by the way, it's never happened in the history of radio before. <laughs> I've never heard. I want you guys to record next week's show. Oh, we're, no. Today we recorded five weeks from now show. Yeah. Hopefully oh something God. horrible will happen in the universe that you guys haven't mentioned. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. We should. <laughs> You got you bring up a name and the guy died the day before. Well, we did we had we had to splice in um before the last week's episode we spliced in talking about Robin Williams because it would have been ridiculous not to. That's true. That would have been the weirdest thing ever. Just to not mention that at all. I'm just having a fantastic time on the air. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Nothing's going wrong. And, you know, and the like, world of comedy is quiet. Oh, you know who a real gag thief is? That Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, man. Piece of shit. When's that? How many more weeks are we away from people coming out with their real feelings about that yeah. situation? That's a, You know, it's, it's on its way. Well, a couple people brought it up that night, too, you know? Did they? Yeah. But almost like leave it alone. Jay was like, leave it alone. Um, who was at the end of the show? Somebody at the end of the show brought it up quite a bit. It's funny because I know how controversial that, that kind of thing is. Was uh, I don't even know if you if you realized it because you were going through so many people that night. But when you said, uh, you were like, Jay, you know, to lose a true icon of like stand-up comedy, like, how does that make you feel? And I was like, that comedy is very subjective. Man. Let's talk about those dramas, though, huh? Yeah. Goodwill Hunting, Awakenings, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were way more into the drama. I really was, yeah. It's true. You know what's weird? Uh, I, I actually like his comedies also, but I felt the same way. Jim Carrey, I think similar like personality types. Like For some reason, those kind of like uh, those over-the-top wacky guys can really pull like, great dramatic turns. I think Chris Farley would have ultimately well, done that. Yeah, the, because these three guys that you talk talked about are like really in touch with pain like yeah. if you would look at any of those guys you were like they're they're in pain we always knew robert williams was in pain sure you know we could always tell um herzog seth herzog was the guy who was bringing it up uh oh, yeah. by the end of the show yeah um but goodwill hunting not goodwill hunting but dead poets was on last night i was oh. watching it for a little while Great movie. and i was like i can't 
keep watching this. What am I going to do? Sit here and make myself sad? Oh, yeah. Also, because the ending of that movie, it's very, you know, it's relevant to like. Did he hang himself? Well, no, I don't want, you know, I don't want to give him a spoiler, <laughs> but some, you know, somebody. <laughs> Anyways. That wasn't too soon. That was just the right amount of time. Yeah. That was comedically perfect time. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I'm just going to, because you, if you drop your voice down, he's like, well, he didn't mean for us to hear it. He was yeah. talking to someone on his staff. If you put a fuzzy question mark yeah. at the end of the thing, yeah. too, it's almost like, this, he goes, this isn't my thoughts, but yeah. like a friend of mine wants to know. Did he have <laughs> That's a really funny thing, too, that you came in with that, because like, you ever hear people talking that way these days, like girls? <laughs> Yes. Always be the question. It's terrible. You know? Are you being serious right now? Are you being now? serious right now? I don't and understand then I went it. to the store and... What is that called? It's got to have I think it's a... Dominican Republic rhythm. It's Valley Girl, isn't it? It's an up something. Yeah, it's you like swing up. up. The upswing. You, you talk upswing. the upswing. Yeah, it's, upswing. It's like a, That's a, what it is. Dominican like, people talk like that. But I was, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine. I'm like, Are you sure it was a friend of mine? Like, Sound like a question mark at the end. Do I jump in? I saw uh, uh, the way people speak. I can't remember his name. Is there a, a famous Cody something? A young star, a young pop star now. His name's Cody. I think his name's Cody Simpson. Maybe. No, it's uh, Wild Bill Cody. New pop star. Yeah, he was on uh, some MTV Two show the other day. And uh, and he, they, like they, I, I had closed caption on. It was at the gym, so they had the closed yeah. caption on. He said the word like so many so many times through his. Yeah. Uh, was, and you're just reading it along. It's with it? made me so uncomfortable with how many times I say it now mm-hmm. that I've gone back and listened to radio stuff and to make sure that I'm not that saying you're like, not? that it was ridiculous. I mean, how's this kid famous? And every other word, like, so like, I ended up like meeting this girl, and like, you know, she inspires me to like write a song. And, and like, holy shit! Like, borderline retarded. Uh, I was, borderline. I was like it too when he's an internet star sensation too, like Beaver. I was like when people are like, you know how like when your mom dies, and you're like, what do you mean? What? <laughs> you could be the more specific, something like that, in a horror. There's nothing like that moment. She gave birth to you, passing away. It's I'm cool. always there's like people I know that they'll be like. It seems like since my mom died, I've kind of been in, like bummed in a weird. <laughs> like, yes. I wonder why that is. Supposed to confusion. Yeah. Can you tell? I talk why? to a lot of people in recovery <laughs> that are real the confused. It's always the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes it makes me feel like I'd rather drink than have that feeling. I'm like, I want to drink now. That you sometimes, had that I feel, yeah. sometimes I feel like. I'm dry, but my kids still don't talk to me. <laughs> it's weird, but... <laughs> I it's feel like... like yeah. It's like, my kids hate me, and... You know, like... It's like... Ever since I lit his house on fire, <laughs> it's like he started treating me different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know whether it's me, or he's gone through his own thing. Wasn't that sort of how, uh... Left Eye treated burning Andre Rison's house down. <laughs> she's like, well, no she's like, I, you know, she's like, don't be a dick. There's <laughs> no one I want it more than Left Eye. <laughs> Fuck it, I, I seriously, I, I haven't chased a waterfall since. Just knowing how she felt about it. 
She said she was just now her defense, and this is fucking great. She was just trying to burn up all the sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know the rest of the stuff in the house was flammable. Why would you be so rich and buy this bullshit ass house? <laughs> they were all so pretty by this point. Oh, they were a couple of high school pigs, but they really yeah. they thinned out nice for this video. Yeah, they did. You know what's hilarious is like the, the the style changes through hip hop was uh very recently you know because now all the hip hop is like skinny jeans and like they really are essentially like dressing like well yeah they dress yeah. Like, like 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 white nerds yeah uh, except like the Wu Tang Clan went on that uh, Daily Show recently and the video of that is like those guys didn't give up no. they're all still oh. t-shirts <laughs> to the knees I saw, Onyx, I saw Onyx here last week when I was up here uh, the band Onyx still shirts to the knees like the pants like super baggy and the giant boots it's fantastic I love people who just say I'm gonna live it I'm gonna live it I'm, I'm going for you it. it is forever it. 1997 yeah. in those I'm a, houses I'm a lifer <laughs> I'm a fucking lifer you're not gonna see Red Man wearing some Painted on pair of slacks. He's going with big baggy jeans. How did Left Eye Die? Wasn't it a weird thing? Like, Car crash. But down in like Central down in, America, down yeah. in Costa Rica. Down, and yeah. it was like like a week after she had like run some other family off the road. Like she got into like a car accident where a family died, and like a week later she died in a car accident. By the way, I almost was in a fucking bad cab accident today. My guy just really? fucking speeds up, tries to run the light. And then another car comes up and he gets the hit. Oh, shit. And I did the fucking jerk and I'm like, dude, the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Get together. I did, I did, uh, Yell! I yelled like such a woman too at a cab driver a couple weeks. It was actually the, I think it might have been the last day of the musical. Me and Lewis, uh, Jay Gomez, were going downtown to the stand from the airport side. We went across town, and the cab driver should have made a right on Lexington. Yeah, he went to second. So he went like two avenues out of his way, and Lewis kind of called him on it. And Lewis sitting in the front seat, by the way. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, buddy, you know, you went a couple avenues out of the way. And the guy's explaining, he goes, this goes downtown. And we both even said, yeah, Lexington, but I'm kind of whatever about it. And by the right. way, I'm also the one paying for it. <laughs> right. And uh, Lewis goes, yeah, buddy, but you know what you did. You just, you know, it's fine, but just like, we know what you did. And then it's silent. And Lewis really has that great, like, that hair trigger like thing where the guy's like, you just don't understand how the meters work. And Lewis is like, what? What do you mean? I don't know how the meters work. And he what? just got enraged and it's cut to them cursing each other out. And uh, this is such a great story. Going at it hard. And I'm in the back with our friend and I'm just like, ah, this is good. And she's getting nervous. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, this is just Lewis being Lewis. He does this once a week. He curses right. out a cab driver. But the cab driver is a uh, not paying attention to the road at all. And he's pulling over. He's actually he's pulling over, but he's still driving, but he's staring right at Lewis. And Lewis is, you know, I'll break your jaw and whatever. <laughs> and uh, he stops because I yell. I go, I go, oh, my God. And we almost <laughs> hit another cab. And he stops. And, oh and I, really, I, yeah, I really became like Upper East Side, like rich, bitchy, white woman. I'm like, we are out of here, mister. And we got out of the cab. And we immediately jumped into another cab because I think this guy was going to call the cops. And we get down to the Stan uh, Comedy Club and we get out and then Lewis just looks down and he goes, Hey, do you have my phone by any oh, chance? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept calling the guy and the guy eventually answered and he goes, You need to learn how to talk to cab drivers. Oh, and I can, you'd almost hear him just chucking out the window. <laughs> 
That's the fucking worst. Could you imagine? You just put your oh, you just handed that guy his balls. <laughs> I had a fucking fight with a cab driver that was in. Not in my cab, and we were next to him, and I was fighting with him so bad. I do have like anger issues, and I fucking brought up nine eleven, like he was fucking <laughs> responsible. Oh, I no. was so because you could always get those guys like that. Uh, That's basically their n word, nine eleven. You know, if you just want to fucking just strike to it. You motherfuckers come over here, 9-11, fucking terrorists, Al-Qaeda. <laughs> oh, God. Just so fucking pissed. That's the arch enemy of the N-bomb is the, is the 9-11 bomb. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 9-11 bombs yeah. in a Super Bowl. You could really come up with a pamphlet, how to get to people as quick as possible. Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. funny. Uh, yeah, I think it's absolutely true, too. Sometimes you just don't have the time, and you got to cut right to the you got to cut right to the white meat. Uh, big news tonight. It's the Ron and Fez Plug Report. Today's top plugs and headlines. Listen tonight to another episode of The Soder Show with comedians Dan Soder and Big J Okerson exclusively on Comedy Central Radio, Channel 95 at 6 p.m. Eastern. And later on, could a deadly virus be growing in the food you pack for your kids' lunches every day? Find out more after the game. This has been the Ron and Fez Plug Report. Who's doing those plugs? Uh, I think that's coming from Sirius. They're big. Uh, they're really getting behind you guys. Is that coming from Sirius? Yeah, that's coming from Sirius, from the head office. I swear to you, I thought that was Shelby making, doing a voice. That would be fucking stupid if it was. <laughs> fucking insane. This is how Shelby talks. Oh, Shelby. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> show's coming Shelby. on. But it sounded like he had to do a character where you put like a mustache on. And that, that would be the be voice great. you would do. we got to get you a fake mustache. Why like, not? Or can you attempt to grow a real one? Uh, it grows a little on the chin, but not really anybody else. Yeah, that's not a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> mustache. Yeah. Barely even a five o'clock I, shadow. I can grow one on my uncle's face. Shelby, <laughs> 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 who's your team? Steelers? Yeah, I usually follow the Steelers football. You know, if uh, Johnny Football starts his first game against the Steelers, no fucking way. Ain't gonna happen. Steelers will light that kid up. I, I'd agree, but then a couple years ago, we wanted Tebow all season. Then he beat us in like the first game of the playoffs after everybody thought he would just get murdered. So. Look how you... See, this is the difference between them and us. All his championships, he still talks against his fucking team. We got no Super Bowl. Yeah. And we're still feeling good. We're still feeling like <laughs> we have something. Fez turned on his fucking team. Chris turns on both his teams on every single day that he brings them up. They deserve nothing. They get everything. <laughs> you root for the Giants and the Jets? Yeah, he roots for everybody. I like New York. <laughs> you know who he roots for? The NFL. He's like one of those guys that wears an NFL shirt. Good for Seattle. They, yeah. they destroyed me. Yeah, yeah. During, the, during the second quarter, he became a big Seahawks fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm also... Maybe is that an Eagles fan thing? I'm happy for nobody else's success at all. I hope they all die. I'm not even like, oh, well, at least my friends are so and so fans. So that yeah. works out for him. I go, I'm so angry at their hat. No. Sitting, watching the the Giants win those two Super Bowls was really hard. Yeah. I really, even the amazing catch, I was just angry. Still, I was like, oh, you just happy. These underachievers overachieved, and we never get that. Well, they, uh, yeah, we never get that one lucky. We, we get went on there. We get our underachievers overachieving it is what happens. We lose the '93 World Series. You know the McNabb uh, Super Bowl. 
the Sixers with Iverson getting they won that first game of double overtime, and then just get a boringly yeah. swept the rest of the series. Like that's how it goes. Oh well, it bothers me that I Iverson bet you doesn't off to this. have a championship. Isn't that crazy? Did you watch his retirement? Was amazing. Yeah. There's a new documentary that I can't rock find anywhere. It's a rocky documentary. Okay, good because I love those. I love the rock. <laughs> you know what I would actually say to everyone about the. For for really those about to rock, I salute you. Well, that's what I say when people are getting ready to rock. Well, we salute you, really. Yeah. I mean, don't make it so personal. <laughs> no, I want we to all be salute made. you. And what the fucking band doesn't give a shit? I play bass to anything. <laughs> yeah. That song would have much more fucking... kick if it was like I salute. You. Thanks, Brian Johnson. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Okay, I fucked up, Jay. You caught me. You fucking, you ran me down in front of everybody see, I work you with. You ever see? <laughs> No, no one's going to respect you. No. Have you ever seen ACDC in concert? Yeah. Barman. Yeah, didn't like it. I really can't say did not enjoy it. First of all, what was so funny, they were playing in such a big venue that the screens were not in time with the words I was oh, hearing. That is the oh, worst. So, they, so it's like for those about to rock. And then uh, he's already, like, like, you see, like, the, for those about to rock, and then, like, an explosion on stage that I hear three seconds later. <laughs> Sure, I'm watching at home. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was watching on a bad YouTube video. Uh, Andrew, you're on the Run Fed show. Hey, Ronnie, uh, you were talking about it before, but uh, so? there's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a movie called In a World with Lake Bell, and Lake she plays, Bell is uh, very, very sexy. Uh, she is sexy, yeah. and it's it's worth it to watch it just for her. But uh, she plays a voiceover artist, and she also. Uh, has a school where she uh, teaches young professional women not to speak in that sing-songy voice, and it's pretty funny. It's called upward inflection. That's what they're calling the that the way people talk now. Upward inflection. Upward inflection or up talk? I get. But it's I, forced. I go to Boston College, but I guess I it's like any like slang that you just don't realize that you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like some people think it's a subconscious thing that that women aren't confident in what they're saying, and so they upward inflect. I think it's because but th- things will come to you easier if you act dippy as but a chick. I think a lot of young young guys start to talk like that too because hmm. they're pussies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really in the combat sports. <laughs> I, I really hate when anyone ever answers a question with. Like a question thing like that. Like if something comes up and they'll go like, who's the president right now? And you'll just hear someone go, Obama? You know, like I'm not fully fucking committing. I don't have the balls to put it out there. But I, I still want a little credit. I, I, Carter? I didn't, I didn't miss an election, right? <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, yeah. still Obama? Wasn't that your right back there? <laughs> Would I be crazy to say Barack Hussein Obama? <laughs> Chris, what did you you put up a uh, a box today on what? Oh, on the uh, the musical acts of the Larry Sanders show. Not just you know the mu- how great the Larry Sanders show is, man. Amazing, that fucking show's amazing. I watched I watched it the for, for the first time like eight years ago. Actually, so I went through the episodes, and watched it through the whole box set. Yeah, and uh, but the weirdest thing was my parents hated him. He, they hated Gary Shandling and would like run him down whenever they saw him on the TV show. Yet we never had HBO and we never watched the Larry Sanders show. <laughs> so they were just fucking angry and mad at him for no reason whatsoever. Sipping haterade. Yes, they. Yes, that that Meisterbrow. The. Uh... <laughs> I think that your mom probably banged Gary Shanling oh, at some point in her life. <laughs> oh, no. 
But uh, the there's be- worse things. The best one ever. Go back and watch for Warren Zevon on there when he said, "I'll do anything but <laughs> werewolves." werewolves. Yeah. So funny. There was uh, Elvis Costello that was on. It's real. Have you ever watched the show? Uh, I watched it, it when it was like live. Yeah. I, I was a little young to get it. You should go back and watch it now just to see. Like, if this show came out today, everybody would be saying this is the best fucking show. It would fucking day. destroy. Like, everyone would be on it. Every fuck, every star would be on the goddamn thing, and people would just nonstop loving it. It would get all every, everything. There was a really funny Vince Vaughn episode when he and Hank. We're uh, fighting with each other, too. Really, really funny shit. The Elvis Costello episode, when didn't he buy a car from him? He got a, Hank got a car off of uh, off of Elvis Costello, and then as Elvis Costello's going over for panel, Hank just starts talking shit to him because the car was a lemon. It's really, really funny shit. Are they on Netflix? Uh, no, no. 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 Yeah, I, I, thought it might be. I have to find them illegally. This is once Thanks. your shitty Netflix won't... It's <laughs> on the cloud, Jay! <laughs> What's the cloud all about? What's that mean? The cloud's like, a, like an information superhighway, but just above our heads, and it stores everything there I now. think you're just making that up. No, dude, it's a fucking hard drive in the sky. It's called the cloud. <laughs> well, what is on the cloud? Everything. Eventually, we're not going to own anything. Like, like MP3s, like no one downloads anything off iTunes anymore. Everything's off Spotify or whatever else. Like no one's actually going to own the, everything's streaming. So it's all streaming from the cloud. Like they, like these notebooks they sell, like these laptops, like Chromebooks or whatever. They're so popular. There's no hard drive space. You just on did them. the thing right there. You just <laughs> did, did I? Yeah. The upward inflection. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think it's called the this thing. <laughs> Chromebook. <For sure. laughs> Yeah, it's the cloud. Everything's in the cloud now. I was thinking about how more and more we're going to have to start thinking about digital space like actual space. Because you run out of space on your computer and you think like you can't download this movie or whatever. And that's sort of like the way that we think about actual space. Like that you can't buy something because you, you, know, you don't have space for it or whatever. You don't need it. Like we're going to have to start. But downloading on your computer is going to be super stupid now. But some of these people even keep their you know, emails and their personal information out there. Yeah. Which really seems weird to me. I think what Molly's saying is, what about homemade porn? Is that going to be in the cloud? <laughs> yes. Exactly like, do we have to worry saying. about that being out there in the world? If you just make it? If you just make it. By yeah. the way, that's what the, the name for homemade porn is now just porn. Because they've gotten away from any professional... Yeah, not enough for my taste. I wish it would go more homemade porn than it is. You can spend the rest of your life mm-hmm. looking at... People that are probably your neighbors. You think <laughs> you would think so, but I come back to the same clips a lot on homemade porn because you're getting specific. Yeah, about you're getting picky. Very, Jack. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I have my subjects. What do you guys just go <laughs> porn? You don't type in other words. Have you never used an ampersand in your search bar? <laughs> I think Asian stepmom is about as far as I want to get <laughs> with it. She not, doesn't want to, but okay, now yeah. she's giving in. Asian stepmom, and that's it. You don't have Asian stepmom, and then what you'd like to see her doing. Because you know you can put an Asian stepmom, three black guys, and that will happen. That'll come up something. That'll come up. Yeah, absolutely. Do, A lobster tube? Yes. Do porn studios have pitch meetings? Do porn studios have pitch I meetings? I was asking a question. That's perfectly appropriate time to have a, Is a porn Is Gang the docket today? I was asking a question. Are For facials sure? awesome? <laughs> Is it okay if I did facial? <laughs> Can I get married in a church? (laughs) If I've done anal, can I be buried in a Jewish cemetery? (laughs) 
I just found out too. You know that there's rules with Jewish cemeteries. You you can't be married with a tattoo. I, I went and looked that up. No, but you, you can. You can be mar- You can be buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> when when? And I'm like, what is wrong? If you so wish, you can be buried. Alive. No, did you find it? You stepped on a joke there. Now you're like, what did I yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, I did. What did I do? Oh, I just dove into the bottom, middle of a setup. That's not true. <laughs> Uh oh! I know, but He's I stopped talking. Going for something. I stopped. Talking. Yeah, but after that, everybody was already like, "Oh fuck, that could have been so funny." I know. Molly ruined you know? it. Shit. Sorry. He was going for a fucking really cool buried alive thing there. I'm glad she's gone on Friday. I don't get comedic pacing. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, so you were listening yesterday when we started talking about you, me and Ari. We're talking about. Do, do you want to hear something really yeah. hilarious? I w- was in the shower listening to the show. Yeah. And the app. Little footnote for the powers that be. Uh, sometimes it just stops playing for a couple seconds, but it's usually pretty good at saving your spot. Like when you go back and open the yeah. app back up, it'll like go back to where it was. And this one, uh, I heard him going, "Yeah, I had a pretty good time at the show, though. It was a lot of fun." And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> I go, "I bet they were talking about the show." <laughs> I, I, it's the only thing I missed in my two sh- uh, two minutes of rinsing out my it always beautiful like, hair. Um, be funny when someone talks about you on the radio because like I'll be making breakfast or something I'd be listening to Opie and then all of a sudden my name comes up and I go shh (laughs) this just got really interesting (laughs) and then the worst thing for me is then they go on to another topic and you're like the show was just so good. <laughs> so much more there. A couple fucking moments ago. What is Bobo doing in there? <laughs> now, you did Anthony's show the other day, right? Yeah. That was before the radio war started, us against him. Um, there's a huge radio war going on because his Facebook guy, his callers to call during our show. Tomorrow, and I'm not going to say who it is, a guest is going to leave a lager in Anthony's pool. Um... A redheaded guest, Ooh. and which ginger you, shit? Yeah, it's going to be ginger shit. <laughs> and I believe after that brown bomb is dropped, it will end the radio war, and we will have won. Yeah, that's that's big. But here's what I worry about: this, this is going to keep you off the Anthony best ofs because <laughs> this is going to be the most talked about show. In history. Oh, the first on-air live shit? Yeah. Sure, in I believe pool. so. That's <laughs> yeah. big. How'd you feel like your your bit went with him? Uh, it was good. I actually had a very good yeah. time. I was so... Just uh, like, literally made me feel horrible about myself, that house. Yeah. It made me feel like I've accomplished nothing. <laughs> see, I've done nothing in this business. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. It takes a large house for you to feel good about yourself for a week. And it's then you're really, like... Uh, uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I bet. You know, you know that, I don't know, that there's fucking people out there just sitting in their big house going, fuck, I blew it. Isn't that amazing? I, I, yeah. I always think it's like so, like, how fast that just becomes like, oh, well, this is life now. Now right. I live life in a giant palatial yeah. estate. It's a... Uh, even on a, a smaller level, I said with the first like years ago when I was pretty new to New York, uh, David Tell brought me on the Insomniac tour, and we drove up and down the East Coast in a bus that was... The shrink wrapping on it was his, you know, it was him smoking his cigarettes and insomniac tour. And we'd go down streets and people would like pour out of frat houses and yeah, shit. Come up, happy. Want to be up to the bus and loved him. And, you know, he just had the same like smoking, angry face on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was, yeah, I was, and it, 
It's so weird. Maybe it's, it said uh, another comic said to me, he goes, yeah, you always kind of get things three years after you would have been excited to get them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, maybe that's kind of true. So I felt like... Uh, I'm trying to think of who said this. It probably was Patrice who said everything comes either too soon or too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? never comes right on time. Yeah, absolutely true. And it's like, uh, yeah, that, and that Chris, house. And Chris, your thing, nothing will come along at all. <laughs> See, that's... Really? Yeah, because you're a fucking snake bit. Yeah, yeah, there is a cloud <laughs> over my head that fucking follows SoundCloud? Is that, that where you're going back to that again? No, just that rain cloud. The information yeah. superhighway above your head? <laughs> it's a hard drive in the sky, I'm telling you. I'm fucking, this is true. With um, all of my homemade porn on it? <laughs> yeah, all of it. All right, one of the bosses just texts me, how dare he run down the app. We've given him this beautiful live show. He's not going to have to record that. I live on that app. Do you? Yeah, you sometimes it cuts it? off, yeah. I do, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I I live in the city now, so I barely drive ever. So yeah, I listen every day on my, on the app. You live in Money Maker Manhattan. Oh, you know it. Nice. I mean, I'm not yeah. making money, but <laughs> I live here. But you're out of Cuba. The landlords haven't found the hell yet. <laughs> I was in Long Island for a long time, a couple of years. Is that right? Yeah. So my daughter could have a yard she doesn't use, That's but nice. she could see it yeah, out the window up. of the computer room. <laughs> <laughs> Have we broke it all today, Chris? We should break. You we haven't broke it Have we all. broke today? No, we no. have not. Was it great to be the world's worst producer to say <laughs> 66% of a show could go by without a break? If we break right now, we're, we're good. We're breaking right now. It's the Run of Fez show. Run and Fez on Raw Dog. Tito's Handmade Vodka, it's America's original craft vodka from a true American entrepreneur, Tito Beveridge. He started Tito's Vodka 20 years ago, got the first permit, the first legal permit to distill vodka in the state of Texas. No one had ever done that before. You can read the story at titosvodka.com. He even built his own distillery by hand. It's Tito's Vodka. Ask for it at your favorite liquor store. Ask your favorite bartender for it. Make sure you're drinking the very best domestic vodka you can find. It's Tito's Handmade Vodka, an award-winning vodka. Titosvodka.com. You can even hear the original music there from Tito Beverage. Titosvodka.com. Made in the USA, and that is certified. I've never heard one of these. I've never heard one of these Tito songs. What are they? Um, I think we have one. Do we have one, Chris? I'll go to Tito'sVodka.com to pull one up. It doesn't matter whether we have them or not. Don't let me interrupt you. I'm just always curious. Well, I hear you bringing up these songs. Tito's handmade vodka is distilled six times. Yeah, here's the song. Tito's, Tito's vodka. Boy, you got enough uh, dogs there, Tito? He's just him. He's got a bottle of vodka, just a bunch of dogs. It's a life. Those and, are vodka-loving dogs. And it looks like him and Fez buy their shirts at the same place. Did you find one of the tunes? I'm still looking on the Tito's Vodka website. Because uh, Fez brings it up almost every spot, and I'm always curious to hear. Have you ever went and listened, Fez? I'm sure we've listened to some before. Well, not on the air, we haven't. So I can't think of the name of it, but yeah, we've listened to him. Is it on his website? Yeah. What part of the website is it on? Let me see. I'd love to hear this. Get to get to South by Southwest. 
go uh, under, somebody wrote to me, go under join the fun. Now your uh, thing is running there. a little slow. Now your computer screen. Yeah, now it's now it's tiosvaca.com. There you go. Right, here's some of his tunes. What's this one called? This is Dancing Girl. All right, let's hear it. Tito, soda, and lime. Oh, say. <laughs> it like, looks like those two boys got themselves in a bit of a jam. This is amazing. Have another one ready for romancing. The luckiest fellow in the whole wide world. Gotta get another Tito's for my dancing girl. Does he sing about anything but Tito's? Try uh, Texas Living. See the dogs just bobbing their heads to the music while yeah. he's playing <laughs> on his porch. Dogs are all happy. They're whole life is happening on that porch. He's <laughs> Texas living. All right. Texas the loving us a Texas kind of lifestyle That Texas walk, the Texas talk, make the pretty girls go wild That Texas living, Texas the loving us a Texas kind of lifestyle Drinking Tito's from a bottle, living life hog ass wild Well I'm a hundred percent Texan, that's the way I live my life Tito's done, hell yeah, always name's Chex Tito's Drinking a Tito's sitting back Day we lost our mother, <laughs> sharing some Tito's with some friends and family. Everybody who works at Tito's is just like, that's good, dude. That new song that you wrote, <laughs> I really like that. You ought to put it up on the site, put it up on the website. Yeah. Guys, we'll be out of the office a couple yeah. of weeks, so I'm working on some new material. Good, good, because you're genius at it. That's talking about screwdrivers? Awesome. <laughs> love it. Love drinking them, love hearing about them. Yeah. That song that you called, uh, get it from your favorite bartender in your favorite liquor store? <laughs> Love that song. Because we should have been on this all summer. We should have tried to make it the song of the summer. You should be doing a live concert in Central Park. I'd be there in a heartbeat. Tito's Handmade Vodka is distilled six times from 100% corn and is naturally gluten-free. Visit titosvodka.com. Handcrafted to be savored responsibly. Distilled and bottled by Fifth Generation Incorporated. Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume.
just heard Big J say Amy Schumer naked and just dropped everything for me. What exactly is this? Not naked. It's, uh, it's the, uh, she did the challenge in her underwear, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah well, I didn't challenge. realize it was a 1950s swimsuit. <laughs> Jesus. It's Aunt Margaret's. It's the Aunt yeah, Margaret's really. style. <laughs> it's a two-piece, but the bottom comes underneath her tits. <laughs> All right, let me see this. This Don is the Rickles, Ice Bucket Challenge. Bob Newhart and Mel Brooks. Okay. <laughs> what is that, chowder? It, it was supposed to be ice. It was supposed to be what? That's cute. <laughs> so they didn't win the best uh, Emmy for writing. They didn't? No, they already gave it away a week before. Really? Yeah, really fucking pissed off about it, too. Oh, Metzger got the tuxedo for nothing. I know. What a oh. jerk off. Uh, Metzger, I guess they threw in their writing award with the one that happens a week before, where you, you know, you're know you up there with technical <laughs> yeah, awards. Oh, I'm like, shit. it's the writers. <laughs> we want to keep them off the TV. Best Asian in the series. I really thought I had that pick, too. I'm really pissed. Now I'm thinking the Eagles might not win the Super Bowl. Oh, no. You know, the way things have been going for me. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> it's too early in the season to say some shit like that. All right, who, who would be your teams to, to play in the Super Bowl? You don't have to even pick. Wait, it's early. Uh, who would I like to see? Like No, who are you picking thing? right now? Like, if, if I was going to give you the million-dollar prize, but... I just don't know enough about the AFC to, to pick that. I mean, like, I think the... Uh, from what Soder tells me, the 49ers look kind of garbage in preseason. Good. Good to hear. Which is great to hear. Yeah. So I'm going to pick like a girl and say uh, the Eagles versus some icky team. Good. Good. <laughs> I like it. Eagles Chargers. Pick that one again. Yeah. I, I remember years ago I picked that. That'd Lock be fun it. for Gino. Eagles Chargers. Gino Bisconti is a huge Chargers fan. And he's from the Philly area, which makes me furious. He's He may be the worst human being alive. Can you believe it? Yeah. Why would he do that? You know his excuse for that? Because the Chargers were the 4 o'clock game in Philly when he was growing up. And I'm like, so but what? the Eagles were the every other time. <laughs> like, like, so what? It's a home team. What a weird thing. Yeah. Um, who are you picking Super Bowl right now? Seahawks-Patriots. Patriots make it back there. It's the easiest bet in the world to make, right? Seahawks-Patriots. Seahawks-Patriots. I, I could also, if the Eagles don't win, here's my next, I think Bears. I think the Bears could, could be their season. Yeah. Color has ridiculous wide receivers, if you can keep it together. Who do you got, Shelby? Seahawks and Jaguars. Jaguars? Blake Bortles looks good. What, what? are you fucking... God. 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 Maybe even the Raiders. Well, didn't the Rams owner didn't he buy like land near L.A.? Yeah, like it was like a like it was like I empty lot. Land, yeah, <laughs> land. <laughs> Look at all of our land. <laughs> we'll be able to run our own things. Right <laughs> our pipeline. <laughs> we need some milk and some nice whiskey. This may be the most references that movie's ever gotten. Oh, I don't think so. That movie should never not be talked about. <laughs> There shouldn't be a time of the day. There's drink. It's drink my milkshake. Fucking t-shirts. I love drink that your movie. milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I jizzed it. 
Ba ba da da ba. I'm part of dead. I know. I heard. Murdered. <laughs> Shit, he got killed. He was murdered. What was he ninety four, something like that? Ninety six. Uh, well, was he really? It's still a shock. Still didn't expect him to go. Nineteen eighteen. Look at that. Nineteen fucking eighteen. <laughs> Were they even flying when that man was fucking born? <laughs> he could seriously. He could have been a newspaper boy for Nucky, <laughs> <laughs> featuring the Wright brothers and their plane. <laughs> Lindbergh has landed, everybody. It's right here. The Afternoon Daily. Two cents. <laughs> With Electricity Tim is coming to, to the Midtown Manhattan. Fez, why don't we ask Fez about the Super Bowl? What are you picking, Fez? Rams? Broncos, Panthers. Oh, not picking the Rams, huh? And your team, you're not uh, a Bucks fan anymore. No, I'm, I'm cheering for the Rams. Really? Yep. Any particular reason? Michael Sam. Oh, right, right, right. Future of the sense. NFL. But gotcha. then you you jinx your team and you didn't pick them for the Super Bowl. But the important thing is go for being right. You know, you could. this could be your thing. I think Denver is over. I yeah. think it's done. After that type of rape, it was a, a, a fucking mid-afternoon rape. Yeah, that could actually go like where they don't even make the playoffs I year. wouldn't. Why would they even bother? Fucking Pey- Peyton broke every goddamn offensive record last year, and then got his fucking gang banged in the head. They could have done no more. There's nothing more they could have done. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Season. It was fucking the best offense, whatever, in NFL history, or some. They put the numbers together. Fuck that. Another year supporting that giant head on that crazy yeah. pencil neck. Like a fucking stack of dimes. Let me guess. <laughs> Somebody put a fucking watermelon on top of a stack of dimes. And they're like, you're lying to me. You're like, yeah, I'm supposed to protect this. This is my job. It's going to fucking fall over on its own. You should be wearing one of those. Uh, it was the African. It was like the... I love when chicks wear those. You know? Jesus, that is a neck. Yeah, look at it. It's all stem-celled up. Look at him. Even now, he's moving like he's got a dick Stem up his ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's just moving forward like, oh! <laughs> Someone turn the fucking hose he was, on. He looks like a thumb. Look, his... <laughs> he does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he does. Like a fucking thumb. Yeah, it looks like somewhere in the middle of the neck, a fucking nose popped out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, it's like when they, it looks like when they grow a nose on a mouse, though. Oh, it's that's like nice. It's, like it's, just, like, that's nice it's like just starting to come out, like breach the surface. <laughs> What a choke artist jerk, huh? He's a piece of fucking garbage. <laughs> He'll throw a shitload of touchdowns and he'll just fucking collapse yeah. the playoffs. How? He'll fucking lose he can't How? fucking catch a snap <laughs> in the fucking Super Bowl. How the hell is Eli Manning the, the, the brother, good, the the good, good brother? brother of that family? He doesn't even know it. He doesn't even fucking know it. <laughs> he doesn't it. believe himself. No. He's still, they go back there to fucking, you know, Thanksgiving, the family gets together. Eli's fucking eating by himself on a card table. <laughs> fucking Peyton's just looking at him. I got two rings. Two rings for my two Super Bowls. Just put him in a dog cage and just fucking throw him. <laughs> two rings. Crate him. Yeah. We got a crate Eli Manning for Thanksgiving. You just fucking... Peyton's just sitting up late at night with a fucking gun under his chin. <laughs> just watching last year's Super Bowl over and over. <laughs> Click. Man, what a boring Super Bowl that was. Unless you were a fucking Seahawks fan. And then the it was like time. having a mummer's play in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I always say, because people say, it goes, wouldn't you rather see uh, 
it's more exciting when your team wins, like that last second, you know, like the Miracle of the Meadowlands 2 is more exciting, but I'll take games where the Eagles win by like, you know, 21 points a game. I don't want, that, that. I don't want that fucking heart attack inducing excitement that forcing you to pray to the Lord for things <laughs> you, you can't even deliver on. Everything's done. I'm not going to not gonna ever do it again, Jesus. If you just give us this win. This one. I like well, my favorite, those videos. Worldstar does those, right? Like, uh, the black guy's freaking out about the Eagles losing. Yeah, you ever see that guy? Great. That guy is, but particularly that one right, guy. Let's find him. Press. He is great. Uh, he gets so mad about the Eagles. It's always on. Uh, this is probably. What do you got? Denver Panthers fans? There he is. Here we go. This defense could not stop a motherfucking nosebleed! <laughs> He just, just, Fuck, he just destroys his room. And by the way, what stupid motherfucker decided to call timeout at the end of the game while the fucking Chargers were trying to score? Um, nigga, we're trying to. Um, uh, let's stop it here for a second. Look at him. There's not like there's any discipline in his life. Excellence, <laughs> excellence doesn't exist anywhere for this guy, but he expects it in his ball team. But that's the thing. That that's Philadelphia. That is that. That's. Indicative of exactly what Philadelphia is. It's people who it's like they put all their lives themselves right. are so shitty. Yeah. And they've made choices so young that they're living with forever. Right. <laughs> in this bumfuck kind of like a blue collar town. And those those teams winning means everything to them. So when they lose, it gets this. I don't know if this is even the one. This is the guy. But one of them, I mean, this guy really is like busts up his closet, like destroys shit in his house. His username is Eat That Pussy 445. <laughs> yeah. That's a great fucking name. Seriously, it's a great name. Wait, give me the numbers again? <laughs> it should be Eat That Pasta 445. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. Look at Mac and Cheese. Who's he kidding? What's in the pussy macaroni? <laughs> <laughs> it's the, only way, the only way he'd fucking jump in there if there was a lunch meat. <laughs> yeah, he too, a bread. This fucking crazy prick. Look at the look at the excellence he expects everywhere else. See if you can find the one where he break, like, busts up the room. Come he on, Chris. What the I'm fuck? Looking, He's I'm getting looking. the wrong one. His, mom, he put out comes, one a week? his mom comes in. Eat that pussy. That's his name. <laughs> He's got a logo. Yeah, sure he does. This guy's huge. Go on, can you go on World Star Hip Hop and find him? Come on, it? Chris. You're <laughs> on the wrong fucking thing again. Same thing happened with the Tito song. You didn't even know where to find it. Not Phillies. Eagles. Come on, dude. What the fuck? You want to hear somebody talk about Don Money getting replaced by Michael Jackson? Maybe Smith, I said you had a heart attack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this guy's fantastic, though. Shit. Is this it? Yeah. Motherfucking <laughs> shame, man. What you doing? <laughs> Still living with mom. Jesus. All right, mama wants you. I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> mama wants you. <laughs> mama said. What? It's his own personal Ferguson going on right there. <laughs> he just lost the fucking game! I know you lost the game, but it ain't worth all that. Oh, man! Not happy. I'm 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 not happy. I
Look at that. Okay. Stop blood pressure. <laughs> I'm sick of this motherfucking team doing this shit to their fans every year. <laughs> Fuck, man. Why are you dressed like that, man? You're <laughs> so mad. It's only clothes he owns. <laughs> How about putting a picture on your wall? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe get your, get your mood up by sprucing the place up a little bit. I, I, I've seen waiting rooms that were more <laughs> fucking homies than your place. It's fucking drywall. It's a bed and drywall. Hey man, maybe if we brighten the place up a little bit, you'll feel better about it. He comes back and... Michael Vick! I don't know what the fuck this nigga doing! No one does. <laughs> Throwing the damn game away, man! Shoot! Then he hits shoot. <laughs> yeah. Crap. And then. Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna <sighs> kick it to us now. Okay, yeah. Give it to us. <laughs> Let us know what you've been going through. Honey, you want some grit? <laughs> What's great is it's like you only just kind of like break it down for you. I can't fucking believe this shit, man. It is tough. I get bummed, man, but this guy's taking it personally. Yeah. So personally. Go. Go he, what else has he got? Yeah. I cannot fucking believe this shit, man. He's got a mama who loves him and supports him. Makes grits for him. Can't believe it, man. The Eagles lose to the motherfucking Cardinals 21 to 17. I can't believe this shit. Now it's understandable. It happens. <laughs> They're playing another professional team. <laughs> the Cardinals are <laughs> defense. Was that Didn't the, uh, I tell you on my last video that they were going to have to check me in the fucking Mercy Medical Hospital if this shit happens? Andy Reid, what the fuck? <laughs> God, man. What the fuck are you doing, my nigga, okay? <laughs> you gonna sit up there just because Deshaun Jackson missed a fucking team meeting yesterday. You decide to sit him? What's next? You're gonna decide to sit him next week against the Giants because he failed to because he failed to come to lunch and eat his fucking Brussels sprouts and cabbage? Lunches, Fuck, man. Michael Vick. Everybody's on a forced diet. He's good because he's not going to show up and drink his protein Damn. shakes. Look at Ferguson on TV. <laughs> we ain't got no fucking And become the big fuck. I never saw a thing go on this long. And that spread. It stayed exactly the same. The town should be trashed by now, right? Like everything should have been fucking. You, you think you st you think he stole those Beats by Dre headphones he's wearing? <laughs> yeah, he got them last night. <laughs> oh, poor Obama! They drag him away from vacay. Yeah, he can't do a goddamn thing. I had to come back from vacay and handle this Ferguson thing. You just watch this poor man's hair turning white. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I saw that recently, like the, the side by sides of yeah. like. Cool. Did you guys know oh, what's his face was in the in the fishbowl today? Paul Ryan. Yeah. Conception starts at thinking about pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the point? Yeah, that's so that's so Catholic. Yeah, you can read his new book N bombs. <laughs> Paul Ryan's N bombs. Guess who's to blame? <laughs> Chapter one. Yep, it's them. <laughs> you guessed it. They're givers and takers. And the rest of the book's just blank pages so you can journal <laughs> yes. your own hatred. 
I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm so excited for football and cool weather. And well, it's been know. cool weather all summer. I'm going to buy a slow cooker. Yeah, you should. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to buy a slow cooker, and I'm going to make stews and corned beefs. Good. You really need... you got to work with a brisket. You ought to really have a nice brisket for yourself. I've, you know what it is? Like, I've never... I've been like a... I was married for a couple years, but I've been with that... I was with Sorry. that... Yeah. But I was with her uh, for a long time, and I have a kid and everything, so it's like... It was always very like... I've never had to, like, cook or anything like that very much, yeah. and so I'm trying to figure all that stuff out now is... is pretty hilarious at 36 and realizing I don't know how to make steak and I have all this lack of a lot of skills of adult uh, life skills I wish you'd get in blue apron dude you'll be cooking beautiful foods yeah right beautiful they foods. send it to you yeah. I keep hearing how awesome that is actually it's the best thing I ever did I think Jeff Ross told me he did it so my God, we cooked the yeah, Everyone, pretty- I, I'm never going to be eating any other way I'm not going to I mean there might be another company that comes out that's better but the fucking savings and the great food that you get, forget about it. That was like a library. I love cooking, too. I love it. I don't dislike it I didn't at even all. start it until a couple years ago. No, but me and Christine are it's like two like just morons in the kitchen. Are you like in me. there chopping together? We Just try. YouTube. Huh? YouTube anything. They'll teach you, a, a guy will teach you how to dice an onion in I, 13 seconds. I've looked at this and for some reason I just can't figure out meat. <laughs> I can't do it. It's always just tastes horrible. Meat? Yeah, like the steak and stuff. Part. It's, it's, it's fast. It's easy to yeah. cook steak. You'd think, right? <laughs> you don't but get a grill. Some, huh? You only get a grill. Where do I put that exactly? Put it out in the alley behind your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not an impossibility. <laughs> that does exist, but I don't, I don't think it's legal for us to do that. What part of town are you living in? East Village. Nice. Okay. Well, you got plenty of places to eat around there. What do you want? Oh, <laughs> there is so many places. That's the yeah. problem. Now, you know, um, I talked to a guy the night at uh, that we were at the stand with Florentine that said he was your roommate. Is that still your roommate? Mike, yeah, yeah. How come you never bring him around? I, uh, I'd love to bring him in here. Yeah. He's got uh, a, a really cool story. He was the last person to interview. It just came out a book, too, uh, Ken Kesey. Yeah. I know. He told me. Yeah, yeah. He told me all that. And I go, how come you never come up? He goes, um... And he actually he actually said this. He goes, Jay has had everyone he knows on your show, but <laughs> he goes, there's not another single person. He goes, I'm the one who picks up his socks, yeah. and yet he does not bring me in. And then what's funny is I show him my socks. Yeah. Uh, when they come back from the laundry and they're not fully clean, and, yeah. I go, and you want me to take you on Ron Fez right. when my socks look like this. I see. I understand. And then I I never hit him, but I threaten to. Good. And that keeps him in line for the most part. <laughs> Did you ever get hit by your folks at all? No, growing up, Mom? I mean, like, yeah, no. I mean, when I, when I was like a really little kid, they'd like, you know, smack you. Yeah, but no, they wouldn't like, you know, it, it was never like anything serious. Do you consider stomach kicks? <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined our lives. <laughs> yeah, no, they never were. You know, it was never like a close fist or anything like yeah. that. Thank God. <laughs> That's your gauge? Knuckles. Yeah. They had brass knuckles on it. <laughs> it was never a closed fish, usually holding a hammer. Did you see the video of the guy getting beaten with a hammer? Mm-mm. You don't go on World Star Hip Hop at all, <laughs> no, do you? I don't. <laughs> and neither does my staff, apparently. It is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. The, the videos you brought up today were Amy Schumer naked. Well, that was on your website. This guy talking about uh, the Eagles, and then now this one is live. This is a tough one. It's, uh, it's, it's all World Star Hip Hop. You know... Um, Molly's been having a comedian uh, <laughs> summer that she's 
gotten little crushes on all these different comedians. Oh, can I guess who it is? Yeah. It's all people coming here, I assume, yeah. right? Soder, for sure. Everyone loves Soder. They really do. He's they a very likable dude. Someone told me the other day he's super handsome. Like, he is? Yeah, you can't tell. I love him. You can't tell. Super a man handsome. can't tell a man's handsome. What a man can tell is if a man is pretty. So you can yeah, tell yeah, if, yeah. A, if a man has a girl face, you're like, oh, he's a good looking dude. <laughs> but when a, like, a regular rugged guy, you're like, oh, him? Yeah. He's kind of ugly, isn't like, he? I see a beautiful Shelby, and I think I can... Yes, I think a mouth kiss him wouldn't be a big like, deal. I would think that Shelby would be a movie star and not Magic Mike. <laughs> it surprises me because he has Clark Gable hair. Yeah, when girls like yes, <laughs> Shelby like Garfield. He's just coming in and he's tiny. And uh, I, I could see like if a woman said to me, "Isn't Shelby pretty?" But what's Magic Mike's name? Channing Tatum. It's always fucking lost on me. It's always lost on me that, that Tatum guy is a good-looking guy. He's got a very defined jaw. I think that's it. He's got a square Are face. Are you saying that he's better looking than Shelby? Yeah. Well, that's he, shocking to me. He could make the transition to talkies, and I couldn't. So that's kind of where I had my problem. <laughs> yeah, you could have I, been in a silent film. <laughs> I thought you said the transition to talking. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he did slur. I don't get oh. him at all, but I get, I get it. But I mean, it's just like uh, yeah. I mean, I see the body, but the face is so small, and he, just, he looks like it's—he uh, looks inbred. He looks very like guy. <laughs> yeah, his eyes are very close together. Sounds like cavemen. Um, I want to guess more of these comics. These Molly, how many are there? What would we say? I'd say seventeen. Oh shit! What? Okay, here we go. Uh, One of them is uh, Reggie Watts. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I know. No. no. Where were you on the Zach Braff? Were you digging him? Yes, I was. See, that's surprising that's to comic, me, too. Though. Yeah, I guess, I mean, he's, but he's, he's, he's a cool dude. Like, I I said this when oh. the Unmasked first came on, that I thought that he was going to be more, I, I don't want to say pretentious, but more like, I don't know, I just thought I was going to be annoyed by him, but a I wasn't. Cunt. He was, <laughs> No, he uh, wasn't. Um... Wait, what exactly are we guessing? The comedians that you I've had crush crush on? on. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a crush on Soder, but I do like him as a person. Yeah, but he's not, he's not your crush. No. Is that one of them? No, he's not. Soder Ooh. does an impression of someone that you had a crush on, though. Right. You do the impression. I'll see if Jake can catch it. Hey, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Yucky> Dice Clay? <laughs> you want to fuck Dice Clay? Don't no. even say that. She's not ready for that. Her little body's not ready. No one's ready for that. Yeah. Um, hey, yo, hey, yo. <laughs> I'm on Geico, didn't. <laughs> I'm on Geico. Schultz. <laughs> no, not... Well, actually, he was cute, but uh, yeah, I guess he, he would count as You like crush. everybody from Geico, right? Right, every single person. Yeah. But Pete Davidson was the one who I was doing. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Two girls like little Pete. Boy, I can see that. I, do you? Yeah. Why is that lost on me? <laughs> because he's, I don't think he... I don't think Pete's like a, not a good-looking kid. I think he just... It's like he's so... Bony, like like. I know, but like, you know the thing is, he dresses I, goofy to me. But I, I, but I'm, just, I'm officially just like an older. Out of, I'm, I've aged out of that. But I on. But when he was in here, I wanted to feed him with an eyedropper like a baby bird. <laughs> <laughs> I just let it out of my mouth. Adorable. <laughs> Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. Good lord. Soder <laughs> does a fucking impression of him. That's so goddamn that's really funny. Hey Molly, you want to hang out at my mom's place? 
<laughs> Look how happy she is right now. It's so funny. She can kiss you. No. She Do not kiss me. I am not B. Davison. <laughs> I don't want your MTV2 lustful eyes coming at me. You know the what's deuce. really funny? Like, the people that know where MTV2 is seem to love it. It's unbelievable. And I, can't even, I don't even know. I can't even find it on my TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where it is. Even the you, you just DVR guy code from the one time you found it. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's uh, I'm, I don't get the and the like, you know funny guy Shulton and Peter funny guys good comics and everything. But like as far as just like the the demeanor through life that they have, like I'm yeah. so like I'm just removed from that. You know. Like yo, that's oh, her impression always is right. Like, like that, yo, yo, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's dope, yo. I'm like, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> but it I'm is confused. Dope. It is dope. <laughs> oh shit, straight dope. I just yeah. don't know what he's talking about. Who were the other guys from that show? Um, Cause you liked them all. I think Chris Stefano was on Guy Code. I liked yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you want that big lummox to make a Sunday sauce for you? What? <laughs> all over your back, go, and it comes back the dice. <laughs> No idea what that means. Good, good. And uh, <laughs> good, your parents. Good, you're at fine. Me. I don't know. I can't think of a. I can't think of anybody else who's on Guy Code. I just got those three. Mm. None of the black guys I noticed you've named. Yeah, Charlemagne. Charlemagne. <laughs> She'll never notice black guys. She'll never be into that. <laughs> Charlemagne, Jermaine Fowler, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm drawing a blank. But other comedians who I like, Nick Thude was in here. I thought he was cute. And he's uh, too old for you. Okay. I'll write him off my list. Gross. All the California guys you like, right? Right, yeah, West more Coast. More the East Coast guys. Best Coast, some would yeah. say. Right. You're looking for less funny, more acting credits. <laughs> Got it. More Fair sensitive. Enough. Noted. <laughs> yeah, more sensitive. But yeah, I mean, beyond, if we're going to get real for a sec, I also it's think... It's time to get real. Um, just that beyond... Like I, I also just have like talent crushes on these people too. That Whoa! I'm just amazed see, here now I have a problem with everything you just crossed. said. Yeah, that crosses the line. I'm okay with all the thing. You have a talent crush on Pete Davidson? I'm gonna burn this fucking studio down if you say some <laughs> shit like that. He's got zilch life experience. I'm just impressed with what he's done at such a young age. Well, yeah, we're all confused by it. Impressed <laughs> is a weird word. Okay. All right. He said the funniest thing that his fans can't get in because they're, they're too young. Yeah, it's he's hilarious. Got a lot of twelve, thirteen-year-old fans. It really fans. is true. Yeah, he's yeah. he has to deal with it. <laughs> but like ten years from now, that might be great for him. It could. That could go. Uh, yeah. You know. Hopefully, he. You know, he does it right. You know. What I mean, and he can. Cause like Pete is like a sweet kid, and like it. Uh, but that can go. I'm not that Dane Cook's like struggling in any way. But when Dane Cook kind of played it for like the high school college demographic like now he's like so like vilified by those same people like oh it's like it's kind of lame to like dane cook that. i didn't know that it all dane turned cook. on him i I, just, I remember the thing that blew my mind was that rolling stone did that thing like back-to-back -back years i believe where the thing was like the next biggest thing in the comedy dane cook and this big article about him and like a year later the same magazine had an article it was basically like it's like all right, Dane Cook, we get it already. Shut up! It's like Jesus, you fucking Backlash. you guys filled the ass. So weird. <laughs> Backlash against ourselves. Such a dick thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's like when I started hating Chris. So it's the same thing. I loved him and then I hated him. You know what? Really, I'm going to walk out of here realizing is Molly doesn't have uh, doesn't like my looks or talents. <laughs> doesn't have a talent or physical crush on me. It's for nothing, Molly. It's, Get out of here, you fat, not funny son of a bitch. She gives you zero. She gives you zero. No, and it hurts me. Big J's the best. Everyone loves Big J. That is a fact. But you say that like it was like yeah. he was an uncle. Everybody no, else. You know? Everybody else loves She's Big like, J. Oh. <laughs> no, you know what she said to me? She goes, "I'm making up my unfuckable list." I have Big J. <laughs> I have Big J. 
on it. Right, Chris, you need to break. We need to break one last time. How many times did I tell you just tell me and not do the the breaking a stick thing, which drives me nuts. Ron, we need to break. We need to break. It's Ron and Fez. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits. Buddy's Big J hanging out with us today. Tonight is the Soda Show with Big J. Oh, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. on Channel 95. Channel 95. Comedy Central Channel. Yeah. What's tonight's show going to be about? Do you remember when you did it? (laughs) (laughs) I actually, uh, I do remember one of the the bigger running jokes of the whole thing. It's fun. It's a funny, funny, funny show. Good. For sure, yeah. I mean, uh, I love doing, uh, you know, maybe we don't have talent crushes on each other, but maybe right. we do. Maybe it is how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. I'm also very sexually attracted to him. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, you should have that. So, it's, but yeah, that, yeah, I think that's the chemistry people feel when they listen to the show. Right. <laughs> Fuzz, what do you think it is about our chemistry that works so well? Um, I believe it's probably the, uh, the different, uh, the, the varied personalities. See? So we have that. <laughs> And a very honest upfront answer, no silliness. We have varied personalities. That's right. Yeah. And it works. It does work. The show's been very successful. Yeah, it's done very, very well for us over the years. Our varied personalities. Now, I've had you on the show many times. I've had Soda on many times. You guys have never had me on your show. And I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're happening in the past, so. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Is there any way? Yeah. We can only get two can people. We can only get two people in the DeLorean <laughs> to make it work, so. Let's get to see all that room for the flux capacitor. Tonight's show is terrific. They talk about last year's World Series. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Soder said he was eating shit too uh, from the ONA people about like not being live. Yeah. So you don't go. He goes okay because no good information comes up over the next couple weeks. Well, they don't know what you guys are going to say. But I thought that's the whole point of these being XL yeah. channels. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, love, I love their fears. Like, what are you going to say? It's like, do you think somehow I've slipped through the cracks of life as a raging? Outward racist or something. I think I'm going to say something like, like, like I don't know why they, uh, but they do. They live in fear of like, people writing uh, nasty letters. Uh, we're li- you're listening to the Soda Show. Coming up in a couple of moments, we're going to kill a puppy. So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tuned. done live. It's going to be done live. <laughs> Nothing you do about it. Then we're, we're going in a bomb threat to the different state capitals. Oh, stay tuned tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Starting in just two hours. So it's intern abortions, and uh, <laughs> I've never done this before, but we've got a we've got a meme up that's uh, showing us how to do it. I'm not exactly sure what a meme is. Never saw one before. Maybe our personalities aren't varied, but we're shocking. You got to shock people. 
You know, that's what they're just showing. Shocked them for their attention. That's they're just showing the uh, the Clippers owner losing his mind (laughs) at the speech. Shocking people. Shocking people. (laughs) They just lost his shit. Man, everywhere is just Ferguson, Ferguson, Ferguson. Every TV. They want the prosecutor to recuse himself. One of these days, I want to see a white riot. Just white riot, white riot, (laughs) white riot. Well, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, there was. We had three million people turn out that time for the for the fills. And the best thing of that whole parade is the guy who climbed up the telephone pole and then got knocked off with a bottle. Yep. <laughs> that made me, that, that made that was me great. prouder of Philly than anything uh, before. Oh, the guy, yeah. Yeah. But I love the reaction is right away. It's like, oh, my God, like the Phillies. I've won the World Series. Like, let's go celebrate. There's three, four cars we could flip over. Sure. We could, uh, <laughs> we could intimidate a young girl walking, uh, not bothering anyone. Oh, here we go. He's just poor bastard. You feel bad for that guy? I do. Why? He should, he should have, they should have been throwing bottles out. He, he should fucking have a nickname, Target. <laughs> Why if, would you climb if he up was cli- If he was one of those guys climbing those, like... Rope ladders to get up and use a spotlight at a concert, and they hit him with about then yeah. they're assholes. This guy's a shit. I mean, if he was climbing up to save a baby out of a burning building, <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't throw. But look, look how many people are throwing. I feel, bottles. Like, the, I feel like the cops uh, should have thrown bottles at him. Also, <laughs> how else are you gonna get? Fall hurt. far, just a hundred <laughs> feet. <laughs> By the way, way longer of a fall than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I like they actually ding them. He just tries to hold on for a while. He's like, he's like, you guy. know what? If I break my fall a little bit, I'll be fine. And the, the happiness that people had of knowing. I bet no one caught him either. What's oh, the, gosh. What's the cross street there? What are we at? Broad and what? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have been trying to catch him. Fuck it's no. too much. No way. It's too much. That's his problem. Now, last week's uh, soda show was about the musical that was upcoming, but it already happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> this week, I think we discussed what it's like currently doing the musical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this time, is will Obama get reelected? It, it's so funny because it really is what was going on and what, what it was to talk about yeah. at that time. And then, yeah, in hindsight, it does seem like, man, it really sounds weird because so many people know that that thing is over. And we're talking about it goes, pretty fun run so far. <laughs> Can't wait to see how the, the next three shows go. Three weeks ago. Do they do the replay on it, or just the ones and six? Uh, there's replays, and it goes on demand. Sweet. I don't know the time of the replays. Sweet. They haven't gotten that information in, to me exactly. Which one of, you, one of you guys has got to take the plug guy angle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll do the plugs. That. I'll do live reads. That'd be perfect for you. Why not? Mm. I'll do man on the street, traffic copter. Mm. Everything. What do you think about what's going on in the news? (laughs) (laughs) Ferguson, pro, con. You take. (laughs) I turn it over to you, the people. How can we stop this in Ferguson? (laughs) And will the cops kill all of us? Uh, I love the people in Ferguson. They're only upstairs. They really seem like they only care if a black person gets killed by a non-black. Because I would be uh, upset almost every week 
<laughs> if I watched the news for the amount of drive-bys that take place. I like when they. Uh, I like when they get any black person to comment on it who has either a woman with a giant afro or a guy with dreadlocks or braids. It's always going to be hilarious. Like now, nah, the time has come for people. It's yeah. always like a, like they're giving like spoken word. It's all they yeah. speak in spoken word lingo. How many years? Yeah. How many years? White man holding us down with your white hand. No more. Stop. Fallujah. My, uh, my, the coolest thing I think that black women are doing now is the super red hair. Like the, it's just a red thing on top, nowhere else. Looks really fucking the great. Mohawk? No, it's not even a mohawk. But it's just like they just dyed the top of their hair red, but not like red like hair would look, like red like a a, a cherry popsicle. They can put logos in their hair now, too. Like, the side of their head will just be, like, the logo for Oreo. Is that you can do it, too, dude. Is that Rodman, the winner of Last Comic Standing? <laughs> you go side a, by side, I'm telling you, that could be Rodman. Rodman had a big year. <laughs> Are you going to get him as one of your guests? Rodman? Yeah. If we can get him, what a, what a fine that would be. If Rodman does that show before me, I'm going to really be pissed. <laughs> And, I, and that would be deserved. Yeah. If Rodman. <laughs> God damn it, Rodman's on there. Oh. Maybe time to start a second radio war. Has Schubert called, it, has Schubert called yet and, and expressed uh, fake uh, gratitude for being on the, just being able to be a part of the show, <laughs> getting to work with the likes of a Rodman? We stopped here for Schubert. <laughs> Joe Mackey was in here for a while. Isn't this great? Isn't this great? And then we haven't heard back from him. Mackie gets on the tour at least, I believe. Yeah, the tour will be cool. Maybe I don't know. I wonder what the deal is for that. I wonder <laughs> how much they're all. A bit of... I bet there's not a little bit of. I is bet, that right? I bet it's a very little bit of. Yeah, five of them. Five people. I bet. Hey, it's just not that write much. down what you think will be getting per show. Mm. Just write it down. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. We don't have to say it on the air. Let's see. Into a go. Carry the six. <laughs> 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 I think we're here <laughs> okay. on uh, Mackie and whoever the other person is. And maybe Tear? something around there, I think. I'm, Read it um, out loud. <laughs> oh, I'm stunned if, you, if these numbers are correct. I think they are. Yeah. I think it's close to, yeah, absolutely. In, in theaters? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Then who's banking it? A fucking TV NBC, show? yeah, what you know, the fuck? people that, who are sponsoring the tour, yeah, the people are going to put them on a tour bus or whatever it is, how they're going to do it. I I would have thought that we would be looking at four or five times more. Really? Yeah. No, not even, not even sort of. It is not going to upgrade their lives. It, it, it'll, buy, it'll buy them a couple months of like, you know, it'll yeah. be a little bit easier. It's regular. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, also figure it's like no one's got to do that much time on those things. There's five comics on it. Yeah, but you got to travel. You got to be there. You know, it takes up. And, all, and, 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 and more so than not like than normal, that will be taken care of. Yeah, the travel. I mean, hotels usually always taken care of, but like you know, the travel. They'll have an itinerary. They'll have to be at the place, and that'll that'll be nice. But yeah, no, not much more than that. I think, and maybe I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. 
<laughs> you don't even hope you're wrong. It would have nice if you said, hey, I hope I'm wrong too. But no, I'm definitely right. No one could we be all wish right I was wrong, but I couldn't be more right about this. Once again, I'm the only one who knows. I'm the truth seeker. Take, take note, SiriusXM, of that pessimism before we meet about money for the Soder Show. Well, you want to learn to be pessimistic. That's the fucking room you're going to walk into. <laughs> I'm going to wear sunglasses the whole thing because they never see my poker eyes. Yeah. You ought to wear an ass condom. (laughs) (laughs) A dental tape across my butthole. Yeah. That would be the smartest thing you could pull off. (laughs) White, right, white, right, white, right. I feel like I've let you guys down by not getting into some kind of a religious argument with somebody on the phones to send us out of here. Well, you know, what's your ethnic background? Jewish, technically. I don't know anything about Israel, other than it exists, and you know I don't want to go. I definitely want to get a, a non-Jew friend in my life. That's, <laughs> that's, that, you know, Can I'm, I be like your stepping stone to that? To your actual non-Jew friend? Because I'm a bad Jew. I don't know anything about Judaism. To you, but to me, yeah. you're big Jew Orkerson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to talk to your friends back yeah. home, yeah. By the way, did you notice, like... There's one way that you can say, uh, you know, Jew, and it sounds okay, and the next it sounds like a slur. Yeah. Well, sure. Like, he's a Jew. And you're like, <laughs> what? Racist. Yeah. Racist. Why is that racist? <laughs> well, I'm to- a Jew. When yeah. I told my uh, daughter that she definitely has, like, Jewish blood in her because I'm technically Jewish because my mom is Jewish, her words were, she was, I'm no, she was, I'm no Jew. <laughs> <laughs> she was like nine. She said, I'm no Jew. I'm no Jew. I was like, all right. Like, yeah, you sort of are, but whatever. But she was been raised in the Catholic Church. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Where we were taught, hey, you're acting like a Jew. <laughs> I should have. Uh, I wish I could have found this video. Or we should have taken video of me and Kurt Metzger sitting at godfather classes before you know we got her uh christened and kurt metzger is her godfather and that sarah the class you have to go to we did it in a black church which is hilarious so they show you a video and it's a guy dressed like you know wearing like a purple dashiki like telling you about your duties as a godfather it was one of the was this not even a catholic church it was catholic yeah a black catholic church weird right where the hell were you at wonderland (laughs) where everything is turned inside out yeah in the deep cockles of my imagination. <laughs> I don't even have a daughter, man. <laughs> well, you knew you were going to be a bad dad as soon as you brought Metzger in as the godfather. <laughs> that just proved you didn't give a shit. I tried to give a shit first. I went with. I was going to go with Kevin Hart. He was a little busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you really going right to do there. that first? Uh, yeah. That would have got some nice presents for your kids. <sighs> Did you imagine? Although Kurt's been... Kurt's a pretty great... Uh, weirdly a, enough. Yeah, he's a good guy. Pretty great uh, godfather. Not around a ton, but when he come, when he shows up, shows up big. Yeah. Nintendo DS, <laughs> several games. Like He shows up. He's got a heart of gold. That's he the problem it. with him. What's a yeah. godfather supposed to do? Everything. A godfather's there if your parents get killed. He takes over. Huh. And yeah. he'll kill the people who killed your parents. And he'll do it. <laughs> Probably in some weird extended version of a night terror. Huh. But he'll do it. <laughs> One time when I was uh, uh, a kid, I'm like 14 years old or something, like 13 or 14. This fucking guy shows up at the house. He had been married to my aunt um, when I was like a baby, but I had never met him. And he shows up 
and he comes and he knocks at the door. And my mom says, uh, Uncle Ivan's here and he wants to see you. And he goes, I'm your godfather. And uh, sorry, I feel like I let you down. I'd like to have a drink with you right now. I'd like to do, you know, have a shot. And he pours this Irish whiskey. And me and him sit there and we toast each other. And uh, we do shots. And he goes, I feel like I haven't been here, you know, because I broke up with your aunt. But from now on, you're going to be able to count on me. And if anything ever comes up, you can count on me. So he leaves. And he's driving away. And my mom was like, that was nice of him. And I said, uh, my, I thought Uncle Ray was my godfather. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I think he's Bobby's godfather. <laughs> so this whole thing, this guy had a tear in his eye. <laughs> to you, my friend, to your manhood. And I'm like, yeah, to our manhood. It's all happening. You never have to worry about anything yeah, again the rest of your life. Like, if I ever have a Were problem, you? he's the guy I call. And he wasn't my godfather. Yes, but to send you a, a wire transfer, he sends it. To, he sends it to Bobby. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. <laughs> you know what? But his heart, I think, was in the, in the right place. Right. You know, he's like, I got this whiskey. I'm going to make everything. You know, this is Irish whiskey. I'm going to make everything right now. That that's probably a a, a church born relationship that just holds almost no value anymore to anybody. Yeah, the Godfather. God, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people probably don't even. It's it's done so much like as like a. It'll be your best friend of the moment, anyway. Right. You know, kind of anyway, like the person you're hanging out with that. But uh, but that the, year. but the whole purpose was this person is supposed to, you know, oversee the fact that you do go and get your sacraments done. Oh. You know that he is your. Uh, he was going to be like a, a, a spiritual advisor, like in a it takes a village to raise a child. The Catholics were saying you need other people to look out for you, and then they used to tell us if anything happens, the grandparents will come over and take take care of you to your parents, which doesn't make you feel it's, good when you're a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> it's also complete horseshit. I believe. Yeah. I think there's a legally there's a lot of people would have to. This would have to be one hell of a like, right. like your family's reunion bus. We have to go over a cliff before the godparents. I think right. got a shot at you. <laughs> well, you know the <laughs> you have to like like your second cousins would also have to be gone. All right, let's suppose you and your ex-wife were killed. Where would your daughter end up? Do you got papers on that or mm, no? I don't think there is paper. I mean, I, I assume my mom or her mom. Right, so you're gonna let them fight it out? Now, yeah, here's the weird their thing. problem. You know, they they would probably have first dips. <laughs> I think she just goes feral, but. <laughs> The grandparents don't have any rights to the grandchild. Like, you can say, I don't want you to see the grandchild, and there's nothing they can do about it, other than if they take you to court to say that you're an unfit right. parent. But people are always like, that's my grandchild, and I'll see her when I want to. Legally, that doesn't hold shit, you know? But do any other relatives? I mean, like, if no. you're... No, your yeah, uncle... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I can't say I have some right to my sister's kids. You know, none oh, yeah, whatsoever. You're actually right because I said I think technically, if the parents die, actually, like the state or whatever kind the of takes state? the kid and then has to see if the grandparents they have to like kind of go through a process to grandparents. Right. It's not just like well, you're clearly the well, grandparents. That's why you're supposed them, to have yeah. a will, a last will and testament, where you'd say this is who we want the children to be with. I think it's more exciting to just see where she lands. <laughs> <laughs> Because then everybody's got to put on their suit, yeah. make it, you know, right. It's like a real thing. Like, where do you think you would have ended up, Molly, if your parents had died? Um, I'm going to guess a home of some type. Mm, yeah, I, 
This is, uh, yeah, probably like my nanny. My nanny. <laughs> wait no, for the trust the, to open. Uh, wait, is that the maid? Like one of the maid? Wait, your well, nanny? Yeah, she was they my came nanny. came to your house? Yes. And took care of you? Yeah. No, she doesn't get you. She's an employee. <laughs> She's fucking out of work when her parents <laughs> that, died. That'd be like if Fez died and I make a janitor my fucking <laughs> host. It's no, no legal, but can I have you anyway? It's varied chemistry. I think... Your nanny would not have gotten you. I think the Yeah, but my grandparents died like that. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess to an uncle or an You aunt. probably would have been taken to the state. Oh, my God. Orphan. Been kept. Now, Chris... What, has no one. Nope. He doesn't have a living <laughs> relative. Nope. And when your mom passed away, yeah. uh, he didn't even have anyone at the funeral. There was no pallbearers. He had to drag the casket. <laughs> he was dragging the Made casket. Made you drag it. This is unbelievably <laughs> No one can help! <laughs> then he got in trouble for scratching the church's floor. <laughs> So you would have ended up in a home. Oh, yeah, definitely. If Molly's parents go, she's going to dress in all black and write Pete Davidson's name in a composition book over and over again. Petey. Petey with a Y. Molly and Petey oh, with an I-E. Oh, Molly, I'm sorry about your parents. <laughs> oh, I'm really upset to hear about what happened to you. Uh, maybe you can come over or we can watch a movie or something. I can't imagine. you. To me, having a nanny... Makes you seem like I don't know a billionaire heiress. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nanny's pretty weird. Was it living nanny? Yeah. Holy shit! She's probably like cleaning it up. It was probably an au pair or something really fancy. Was she white or black? She was Filipina. Uh, oh, it's hot. Oh, let's get you all dressed up, mom and dad. Come back from the vacation. You have no idea how close, how close you are is. to the real thing. She told, she She's told the best. You. We still, you know, we're still in touch. My sister's going to we're the Philippines with her at the end of the summer. To do what? To Fire go and twirl. see her family and stuff. Oh, this is so nice. Her nanny's fighting to the death on a beach somewhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> nanny sport. Vacation. You get any pictures? I'll like, use the Google image of Filipino. He goes, any of these? My pic- is one of these girls here? Is she was one- there with you your whole life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. We actually have the same birth uh, birthday, not birth, you know, like, not actually the same year, obviously. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That, that was so stupid. No, I just felt I the need to, now. Cl- to clarify. Like, what? Oh, no. Your nanny's 20? <laughs> did did uh, did she smell? And I mean this non-racistly. That's too Filipino. Late. Too late. <laughs> yeah, that's too late. It can't be done. <laughs> too, uh, you, know, you don't think your dad ever did anything with her, no. right? No. Oh you my god. What a nerd. No. Why would he? You know what I mean? She, she was there? like an old yeah. woman. You know, she's like yeah. my. You know, she's okay. like a grandma or something. Yeah, I get you. I just said. You think the skills go away? I mean, he is a fucking jazz musician. Oh. I have the feeling. Oddly, that that's your real mom. Because that's why your mom Probably. your mom gets so upset with you. She just resents you. Dad's and you player. don't look anything like your sister. You look way more Filipino. You're, you're just a reminder of the breaking of a trust. Your dad's playing jazz horn and booting junk. Oh my goodness. And your old Filipino lady walks in the room. Remember that time that you went up that tree so fast to get the coconut? And we're like, how did she do that? It comes naturally. <laughs> Weird. When I was a little kid, I could understand Tagalog. She used to talk oh to me in Tagalog. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That and I was lost Tagalog. it. Isn't that Did terrible? she have you seen that song, The Roan Dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> Insensitive. What were the two of you? Did you sit around at night drinking orange soda? Yeah, no. Uh, she, she, Our snack was carrots and ketchup. We used to eat that together. And macaroni and cheese. 
That's not what you Cats and ketchup? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Pete Davidson doesn't look that fast. Where did your dad get her? In the back of Rolling Stone magazine? How did he hook up with her? <laughs> no, I don't know. I guess they just, they went through some kind of interview process. Yeah, human trafficking. <laughs> Shipping container. Would you, would you, like, if you hurt your knee or something, would you go to her before your parents? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because she also had, like, she had some awesome Filipina, like, ancient, uh, like, wisdom. Like Miyagi? Did yeah, she just, like, kinda. Slap her hands together. No, yeah, where she would say like, you know, she had like like uh, like Brazilian tree nuts and stuff like that. And if I had like a cut, she would rub it or like she she was the original cold compress like champion. She was all about a cold mm, compress. She's not original. I mean, people did that before her. <laughs> I'm telling you, she but was the first. Here's the weird thing. Molly's mom didn't even work. She was just sitting in the other room, smoking <laughs> cigarettes, watching TV. Changa, the baby's crying. <laughs> More wine. <laughs> what are we paying you in food for? Changa! Get that breath! It's not Changa. What is it? Zenny. Okay. That's Same like, difference. which is not That's here. That's a nickname for Changa. Yeah. Everyone knows that. It's like Dick and Richard. That's fucking wild, though. Yeah, it is. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, but she's, you that, know, she's like... Well, when you always said that you weren't close with your mom, I couldn't understand how, but now I get it. Yeah, the you know? I had a, you know, I had, mom. I had sort of a, uh, like, I had a community of, like, people who were taking care of me. Like, I had this guy, because, you know, my parents oh, never wanted me to pick me up, pick me up from school <laughs> or anything like that. So You had a driver? Yeah, no, it wasn't a driver. It was my uncle's friend who would come pick me up. Oh, yeah. jeez. That's a driver. We? They were paying him to do it. <laughs> yeah, but still. But he was my uncle's friend. They really threw right. cash around like Whatever. Like, he can't was be awesome friends with too. a driver? No. You know what? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. They were friends. But anyways, yeah, I had like a, you know, I had a support group. That's good. Yeah. Did, did you tell your nanny you loved her? They were yeah, employees. They really? Weren't a yeah, I group. do. Did you ever tell your uncle's friend you loved him? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh boy. He's like my, you know, he's like my other uncle or something. Oh no. I, it, my heart breaks for you. Honey. Why? I, got, I have all these people, you know. I, yeah, I know yeah, all that, these strangers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. People I mean, on a payroll. You're making the best of it, but you didn't get family love. Yeah, you were raised by a village that you didn't live in, it seems like. <laughs> so it seems like your dad You were raised wanted, by villagers from another neighborhood. Your dad kids, but your mom didn't, right? Well, uh, yeah. My mom actually told me that, that she had kids that, so that she could get out of her career. She was working as a and law journalist. She did always want to own a Filipino, so, <laughs> so that she worked really, out. She slavery. really was home and not taking care of you? She, she, she and my dad were traveling a lot, so... Traveling where? I don't know. Just around. Listen, it was, you know, I'm I'm a very happy person. I I didn't say that you weren't, honey. I'm just saying this is why you don't know love. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're dead inside, Molly. You don't realize it. You're a little trooper, little orphan Annie. I don't know if I would go that far. I had a very, you know, I had an easy childhood. It's a hard knock life. (laughs) See, that's the thing. You had things, but you didn't have love. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. An old you Filipino had a hired lady. Filipino. She's the best. You. you guys would love her. Yeah, but if the, if her check ever bounced, she'd walk away from you. That's <laughs> no, not wouldn't. family. She would not. We text. Still? Yeah, still. How old is she now? She's probably like 75 or something oh, like hot. that. Back in the Philippines? No, she's in Queens. Yeah. Just fucking long sleeve tattoos. <laughs> no. She put in herself. No. Wearing a brothel in the Philippines for Americans. No, I'm yeah, telling you, she's taking Melissa to the Philippines. In a yeah. sweat lodge yeah. hanging from hooks. Just yeah. like some crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking, just heroin coming in. It was in the bottom of your yeah. baby your carriage. Sister, your sister's coming back with a bunch of heroin. She's a switchblade. 
changes everything for me. What do you mean? I mean, I now I'm going to be more sensitive, you know. There's not going to be any more teasing. No, I don't care. You know, I don't care. Yeah, I can, I can take it. But even with Hicks, as bad as his life was, he yeah. had love. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a bad life. Sorry, I didn't have no employees around me. Yeah. It's I just, you know, people. it's different, that's all. You were like, what's that, uh, they would write the story about the little girl who lived in the hotel by herself? You know what I mean? It was like a little rich girl. Heloise oh, Eloise. So- yeah, Eloise. Eloise in the plaza. Yeah, that was you. I thought it was Dunstan Checks hit. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. Hold on, Janice feels bad, wants to talk to you. Go ahead, oh. Janice. Hi, Ronnie. I, I do. I also feel so No, you guys. Oh, my Miley. gosh. Do not feel bad for me. I'm telling you. I was happy as a clam, and I am not too. Janice, also, thank you for my little my little note and thing. Oh, sure. It was really nice. My pleasure. I hope it was a fun birthday package for everybody. Yeah, it was great. But, yeah, yeah seriously, Thanks, listen. Yeah. I, I, okay. you know, I have, I got a lot of, I, I was surrounded by a lot of love. And it's not like my parents weren't, like, ever home, you know? Mm. Let's take her to Great Adventure. <laughs> I want to. You want to do it? Yeah. You want to ride on the big rides? Sure. At least Coney Island. <laughs> at, least, I just, at least. Okay. <laughs> I just. I get it's just such a different world, and I. It is. Well, yeah. at least she knows how to use a blowgun. No one else does around here. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up very important skills. Foot binding. Thing they have on your talent list. But see, that's the thing that you always wish that you had money, but then these other things happen. Do, do the impression, because she got to host an hour show. It was pre-recorded like yours, Jay. I mean, nice. She can't, she can't be trusted. And she listened, Are we label mates? Now, her and her, her and her mom were out in San Francisco for a week. And they had a suite together, so they didn't have to use the same room. <laughs> but do the impression of your mom right now that you did for us. The show finished, and I was like, what do you think, Mom? Did you like it? And she was like, I just wish that we heard more of you, that's all. And I was like, Mom, I just had my own uh, hour on the national platform. Like, aren't you proud? And she was like, yeah, no, it was great. Just next time, I'd like to hear a little more of you. <laughs> And she looked out the window. She walked to the window and just like just stared outside. Jesus, yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Like, what did I do to deserve this? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, just yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Man, this sounds horrible. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I, uh, you know, I had everything. I did. Chongo listen? Uh, I don't know if Sony listened. I don't think she does. She's not really so good with computers. And Mm. Molly did a great job. Thanks. Really a good show. Thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. Janice, would you be her mom? <laughs> you, you guys want to just like, do blow on a bed? Like, what was that scene in Boogie Nights? When, uh, will you be my mom, Janice? Yeah, let's or never just, leave this room. Let's stay in this room. Let's never leave this room. I've said that fucking statement before. You know what's I've never done a... I've never done... Coke before, really, but uh, Christine uh, said that, that that scene freaks her out. It does make As someone who's ever done it before, she said that scene makes that her super and uncomfortable. That and the like, end I don't get fellas. it. This thing is hilarious. Yeah, and the Goodfellas. I'm like, Goodfellas is over. <laughs> before he's like, look yeah. at that. Yeah, I can put up with all the shooting and shit. As soon as everyone's wired on Coke and driving around town, I'm like, I I need a break from this. She said, we, we, it was on. And then she was like, I hate this scene. We're like, let's just leave this. Let's stay in this room forever. You can be my mom. Yeah. I'll say, are you my mom? And then you say, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sad. laughing at it. I'm slapping my neck. What about you, dumb bitches? 
Um, look, Molly, don't take it the wrong way. We are proud of you. And I've hired somebody to come over here and hug you. <laughs> it's a little bit late right now. <laughs> My family is great. They're very supportive. And I also. Come afar. <laughs> I've paid the concierge to come laugh at your show. <laughs> so good. Enjoy it. <laughs> I'll be getting a rub down from a cabana boy. Yeah. That's nice. Here's a jewel. <laughs> Just Wear a it, hock jewel. it. It's your jewel now. Yes. <laughs> it, my friends used to make fun of me because they would come over and um, there would be like a. It was it was like the equivalent of a note from like a, any other parent, but ours was like kind of like an art itinerary. So like where I had to be at a certain time and like what I was doing and everything and who was coming to pick me up and whatever. And then it also said like what I was going to do for dinner. And my parents had frozen meals in the freezer that they just called meals. So it would say Molly will have a meal tonight. <laughs> and my parents, you, my friends were like, "What is that? What are you talking about?" You like a pet ferret that people would come over. Hey, can you feed a ferret there? when you come through? Thanks. We're gonna be out for three months. <laughs> Be a babysitter for eight every foot. night at 5.30 sharp, 5.30 sharp every night and have dinner at the table with everyone? No, we had dinner together sometimes. You know, it wasn't, I mean, a lot of the Anniversaries di- going out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe you know our daughter, right? It was dips and valleys. There would yeah. be times when, like, they were home all the time, and then there would be times when they weren't home. So, you know. Well, that's depressing. You said dips and valleys. The valleys I mean, and the dips are supposed to be peaks and valleys. I mean, peaks and valleys. There peaks and valleys. Dips, valleys. It was worse. It was terrible. I'm dipping lower than a valley right now. <laughs> Below sea level in this dip. <laughs> So I thought this valley sad. couldn't get any darker. Here's some dips in the valley. No, it's, it's so, so sad. You guys. It's not sad. I, I, you know, it's I'm mostly sinkholes. Super sad. All right. It's not sad, right? Right. Do you plan on raising your children that way? No. Okay. <laughs> See? So you know they did wrong. Yeah. That's I, what your mom... And your now mom, it's like, you know, it's kind of like an inside joke with all of us. So. Yes, sure, that sure. is funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is a national joke now. This, is, <laughs> this joke's going national. I feel like we, your mom's disappointed because you're... Uh, because you're intern Molly doing your own show, like we could have just bought the whole building. No, right. oh my god! But you want to work for it? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably that peasant mentality that Chonga put inside you. We paid her extra not to do that. <laughs> I bet somewhere that you have a twin sister that's living with another family. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you about. We didn't want all of you here messing up things. Uh, no. Trying to take her. She smells like baby. <laughs> but you know, because then me and my sister were super close. You have to be, right? Yeah, you, yeah, we're you only have each other. Yeah. It's like the kids in the orphanage. They love each other. Why? What's happening? Police just killed a guy. Again? Yeah. In Ferguson. Near Ferguson for carrying a gun. He was erratic and brandishing a knife. Oh, they gotta stop. Knife, not a gun, guys. a knife, a knife. They gotta stop. Because, <laughs> hey, man, old habits, right? You want to all stop killing people overnight? That's gotta be. It's gotta be so scary to do police because, like, this sounds like a guy wagging a knife around like erratically. Probably, you know. You ought to do this on your show tonight. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you should get to at 6 o'clock tonight on the Soda Show with Big J. Here it is live, bunch of fucking people. Oh, jeez. This is bad. Oh, jeez. It happens in front of people? It was at 1 p.m., so it was in broad daylight. I'm saying this is the video of it happening? They're not going to take this well. This is is live. She's like that dry. 
Who just decided to put the thing on? Not oh, I. this is live. Not me. I guess that's it for us. Chris's staff has decided it's the end of the show. <laughs> Big J, no, thank you so much. Having a good time here. Thanks for letting me crash, man. I'm, yeah. I hope I didn't. Dude, you're always invited here. Monkey you know, I, I mean, as, no. As much as I'm not invited on your show, you <laughs> are invited on mine. Stroll in. Molly, we're going to have a nice <laughs> farewell for you this week. Thanks. Is this it? After what you, yeah. I got Friday until Friday. Oh, that's right. I was only back for the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Where are you going now? Now I'm going back to school. Philippines? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go, but I decided not to. Do you ever used to sleep in your nanny's room? Like if you got scared at night? She would come sit with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. She is great. You sleep good. <laughs> I'll watch over you all night. Little Miss Molly Bean. <laughs> Mari, you have a nothing to worry about. Many big things come from Little Bean. <laughs> he goes, I will make you a beetle milkshake to help you sleep. Molly's just looking out her window. Somewhere out there. My mom and dad are at a party fundraiser. Oh, that's right. We have children. <laughs> They're just in some fucking fun menage somewhere. Oh, with some $2,000 an hour hooker. No. <laughs> your your, li- out of your limo driver took you to prom. <laughs> Here we are, Miss Bean. <laughs> I drove myself, actually. Oh. Oh. Please don't make me any sadder. Wasn't right. it a Lamborghini, though? <laughs> work in the door? No. You're working the door. Just to be part of it's great. Just ripping tickets. <laughs> Enjoy our prom. My parents didn't teach me how to socialize. <laughs> Someone's thinking of me. You're killing Janice. <laughs> no. And now look at you. You got a real shot of Pete Davidson. So, <laughs> you got a legit shot at him. <laughs> this is why, seriously, this is why you have tastes for, you know, bad boys. We know that, his game. You've yeah. studied the guy code. Now you just <laughs> apply it. be <laughs> <laughs> the saddest thing ever if anyone ever took that serious. Hey, right. Pete, you don't have to put the toilet seat back down for me. I don't care. Dog. I know, right? What's with all those bitches? And they always leave up the toilet seat. There's, there's bigger problems, ladies. All right. That's it. Tonight, the Soda Show with Big J over... Featuring Big J over at Comedy Central. Uh, how do you make this work now into the replay? Some I'm, I'm going to have to do some clever editing. Don't I would, worry. I would just let it end mid-show. <laughs> before the sad Molly stuff starts. Oh, the sad Molly stuff stays. Oh, don't be sad. No. The replay's on tonight on Sirius XM Talk, Sirius 206, XM 103. That's at midnight Eastern tonight. Better headlines. That's what I want. That's the end of my show. Donk. Satellite on. Satellite's gone way up to Mars. Soon it'll be filled with park and cars. 
watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV With Harry, Mark, and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday through Thursday With Harry, Mark, and John Satellites gone up to the skies Tito's Handmade Vodka, it's America's original craft vodka since 1995. Yes, back in the 90s, that was the time of entrepreneurship in America, where Tito Beverage decided, I am done with this 9-to-5 job. I'm done pounding rocks as a geologist. I'm done stockbroking. I am done with it all. I'm going to go online. I'm going to figure out how to build a still, and I'm going to make... Tito's Handmade Vodka, the first legal permit to distill in Texas. He built his own copper pot stills from hand, his own condensers, put his life savings into it. And he is a success story, a true American success story out of Austin, Texas. You can read about it on titosvodka.com. He still makes his vodka by hand on the same land where he started it, all in Austin, Texas, and proud to be made in the USA certified. Tito's Handmade Vodka is distilled six times from 100% corn. It's naturally gluten-free. Visit titosvodka.com for recipes, songs, and more. Handcrafted to be savored responsibly. Distilled and bottled by Fifth Generation Incorporated, Austin. Texas, 40% alcohol by volume.